Remember, we are the dream awakening to itself. Aloha, shifters, light guardians, multidimensional friends within this beautiful holographic matrix. Thank you so much for tuning in once again for another one of our inspirational Paradigm Shift Central team podcasts. Today's podcast is going to be another dream class podcast. This is where we practice having discussion all about dreams, dream experiences, lucid dreaming, astral projection, consciousness, the mysteries of the universe and beyond. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining in. Whether you're listening to this live in the moment or in the future, please feel free to drop an 11.11 down in the comments below for those of you on YouTube to let us know that you can hear us okay as we get ready to move right into the beginning of this podcast. And for those of you who are with us in the Zoom chat, please feel free to gently unmute your microphones in the next moment and we'll uh, make some noise and send some love to all the amazing people who are tuned in right now. So you know what to do. Do some wolf howls, do some like fairy noises, whatever you guys want to do. Gently unmute your microphones and let them know that you're here. So go ahead. Hello, beautiful friends. <laughs> beautiful. All right, wonderful. Thank you again, everyone, so much for joining in. Uh, if you guys can gently mute your microphones, we'll get right into this. For those of you who may be here for the first time, go ahead, drop a 333 in the comments. Maybe you're coming over from other TikTok profiles. Thank you so much for being a part of this discussion. My name is Brendan, aka Mystic Spider-Man, Skull Babylon on YouTube. And again, these podcasts, these discussions that we're doing, this is a continuation of something that we've actually started within the project over 10 years. That's when the Paradigm Shift Central project began, basically as a club in my college where we would practice bringing people together to talk about the things that we don't normally get a chance to talk about and so now with where we are within this collective shift in consciousness more and more people are really starting to wake up to this idea that we are multi-dimensional beings and this idea that every night when we dream we're literally entering into other dimensions it's not just theory anymore it's literally direct experience so by having us here in this sacred digital space we're creating an opportunity for the universe to be able to see more of itself for us to be able to have this inspirational discussion where we can share our wisdom our insight our experiences and also to hopefully be able to inspire you to bring more attention and focus to your dream practices because this is something that i think more and more of us need to be able to intentionally start focusing more on start being able to bring more part of our more energy more of our attention to it because that is what we'll discuss explore here in the discussion why 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 should we be paying attention to our dreams and uh, again for those of you who are here just as a quick overview you can find all the past podcast episodes on paradigm shift radio on itunes you can find the links down below uh, in the youtube info as well as links for the other creators that you'll see featured in this episode so be sure to connect with them so you can follow them on their other social media platforms you can also find the past podcast on youtube and of course huge thank you to our patreon supporters who help make this podcast possible patreon is where you can support not only the work that I do, but also the community with a monthly micro contribution. And when you join at the $11 a month, you can join as a leading member. You can join on air with our future podcast, get access to our private community team space. Lots of really cool stuff. So thank you again, everyone equally for being here. And uh, this is this is going to be like the, the last like podcast before my birthday. Like, I don't know, like not like the whatever, but uh, like, I don't know. I just feel like this is like, a, this is like, this is like my version of a birthday party. Like, let's get together and like talk about dreams. This is something that I'm really passionate about. So thank you, everybody. Let's make this into uh, a bit of a party as we roll through this. And so again, my name is Brendan, Mystic Spider-Man. We have Carly, we have Rachel. You guys can like, I guess you can like wave or something as I'm doing this. <laughs> We've got Claire, AKA 5D Starseed on TikTok. We've got uh, Lily, AKA Inner Flame. We've got Felicia, we've got Danny, and we've also got Lacey who is sitting out on my balcony right now, so. 
Um, again, as we move through this, what we're going to do, we're just going to start off with a little bit of a meditation, just to be able to help anchor us into this space. For those of you who are tuned in on YouTube, if you guys want to help share this podcast with your friends, if you're tuned in live, please feel free, let other people know. And uh, yeah, thank you for being a part of this discussion as well. Your comments in the chat are equally important to this ongoing discussion. So with that said, let's take a moment here to just do a little bit of a meditation as we just kind of anchor into this shared vibration, into the shared vision. And a side note, if the audio is a little bit out of sync within the video uh we'll we'll revise that as we go through the broadcast so thank you for your understanding and thank you for being here nonetheless so with that said just inviting everybody to gently close your eyes and as you listen to my voice gently begin to bring awareness to your breath and straighten up your spine relax your shoulders open up your chest relax your face and as you breathe here Gently just bring yourself into this place of gratitude. You can even put your hands on your heart, on your chest. And just taking a moment here to feel this gratitude for the team, for the sacred space that we are creating, for the wisdom we are here to share, for this very, very psychedelic sacred experience of the universe being able to see more of itself. And for all the people listening who will be inspired by the discussion we have here today. And in theme with the origins of this project, where again, like I said, it would literally just be us hanging out in yoga studios, having discussion. Just take a moment here to imagine all of us just sitting inside of a beautiful yoga studio, or maybe just imagine us out in a field and just imagine sitting in a circle with all the other people here on the podcast, with all the other people on air and all the people in the chat. And just take a moment here to just look around the circle and just allow yourself to be able to express gratitude for all these, all these fractals of divine source, all these other parts of ourself, and really just acknowledge the fact that this is us showing up for ourselves. that this is the dream awakening to itself. And so just allow yourself to express any gratitude to these beautiful faces, to these beautiful beacons, these lights, these souls, these light guardians. And in this moment, just allow yourself to receive any gratitude as well. And just take a moment here, I'm going to stop talking and just be right here in this moment of oneness and just allow yourself to just be in this vibration, be in this space, be in this love, be in this gratitude. Just breathe here just for a few more moments on your own. Go ahead. Beautiful. And continuing to carry this gratitude with us in our heart, we'll carry it with us throughout this entire broadcast. And so just thanking you, thanking everyone for being here. And you can take a moment here to say any words you want to say to the people listening from your heart. Beautiful. And slowly from here, keeping this image, keeping this kind of like holographic image in your mind of us sitting in a circle throughout this discussion. Gently, we'll bring our awareness back to our physical body. And when you're ready, slowly wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, and gently open your eyes and return your awareness to the space around you. Wonderful. Awesome. All right. 
thank you again everyone so much for being here and with that said we're, we're gonna get right into this discussion this podcast will go for maybe probably two and a half hours give or take and we're actually gonna end it with a meditation that's gonna be like a shared uh, medi- a meditation about focusing on a place that we've created within the dream space called the dream tree or the life tree and we'll talk more about that later but it relates to this idea of shared dreaming um, and that will probably be a topic of discussion even tonight so Throughout that, throughout this discussion, again, what we're going to be doing, we're going to be going around, we're going to be passing the talking stick. This is all just practice. This is a chance for us to share wisdom, share experience. And one of the cool reasons why I like doing this is because right now, one of the things that I think is really important is to be able to document the shift in consciousness, to be able to archive it, to be able to share our stories. And so in addition to sharing stories about our day-to-day life, you know, through our YouTubes, our TikToks, our Instagram, and things like that, there's so much that is happening on a single day-to-day basis within our dream space, within these other dimensions, so to speak. And so this is a chance for us to not only be able to share what we're experiencing, but also to be able to help open up our minds to what is possible. Because there's going to be people tuned into this podcast who are going to be at different stages of their spiritual practice. There are going to be people who are going to be like, yo, I've been lucid dreaming my entire life. And then there are going to be people who are going to be like, I'm just getting into this. So just to be able to listen to this discussion is something that the intention is there to kind of like, fill our spiritual battery, to charge our spiritual battery, to inspire inspire us, to give us some ideas. So I'll just talk here real quick on why this is important to me. And then I think we're going to just pass it to the, we'll pass it to the next person. And someone just give me some fingers up in the air for whoever wants to jump in next, whoever that would want to be. And then I'll know who I'm passing it to. And I'll pass it over to Rachel. And so again, this dream class podcast we've done this podcast this is like our over i think we've done like over 30 episodes of this going back to 2015 and for me dreams have always been such an important topic of discussion relative to the shift in consciousness and real quickly i'll just explain this and i'll pass the talking stick the reason why i think dreams are incredibly important is because there's something everyone experiences and they're also something that directly leads us into these bigger questions of understanding what it means to be a multi-dimensional being and so within this idea here we have this concept of we're in our physical body but we are not just our physical body what are we we are the soul we are consciousness and every night when we dream as consciousness we are literally present within these other realms often referred to as the astral dimension so to speak and i've talked about this before and i'll just explain it real quickly where i kind of think of it as this idea that like the astral realm is almost kind of like where we're from so to speak if you were to kind of like think about it that way and and what leads me to believe this is also the idea that you know before we are born and after we die it's like we're kind of like returning uh to this place and this is why within the dream space it's not uncommon to be able to communicate with loved ones who have passed on to be able to receive information from beyond from beyond the space time of this dimension so whatever the dream space is it's outside of the space time of this dimension and and even still even though this is something that I've had this idea for a while. Now it's starting to really even just begin to to become even more real. It's really beginning to become even more fruitful. And so for me, with some of the big things related to dreams, I really just start, I, I I get really curious about the idea of 
thinking of dreams or, or of almost being like this form of like spiritual technology. Like what are dreams? You know, it's like this opportunity for us to really be able to reconnect uh, with source and also to be able to connect with more parts of our soul. It's like a way to be able to meet parts of our, our higher self and, and also to be able to integrate it into our 3D form, which I feel is a big part of our shift in consciousness that is happening. It's to be able to integrate the bigger parts of ourself into this 3D reality and then to be able to show up in service. So I think talking about dreams is really important because among other things, it is also about becoming better dreamers within this dream right now. As we go through the practice of dream exploration, especially lucid dream, we realize that our thoughts create within this reality. Within a lucid dream, if you think of something, it will manifest. You know, if you want to fly, you can fly. If you want to teleport, you can teleport. And this same concept literally happens here within this dimension as well. And so once we realize that, it's kind of like this idea of becoming lucid within both the sleeping state, but also right now. And so part of that also entails this idea of understanding that there are parts of us right now within this waking state that are actually asleep. And so it's kind of acknowledging that and being able to wake up within multiple dimensions. So I think dreams are an incredibly important practice. For some people, it's going to be something that just kind of comes naturally. For other people, it's going to require a degree of discipline. It's going to require a, de a degree of kind of like removing obstacles and changing patterns. But ultimately, it's something that the dreams will give us what we're ready for. And this is where I get really curious and I'll just say here and then I'll pass it over to Rachel because for me, I think that dreams are a direct opportunity for us to be able to connect with, you know, proto-dimensional beings. I'm kind of using, I've been using this term. I, I, I made that term up, but I feel it kind of describes it. I use proto-dimensional beings to basically explain, you know, kind of like call them ETs, call them angels, call them guides, call them spirits, all of those. I just kind of refer to as proto-dimensional beings. Um, but if I were to look at dreams, it's almost as if, you know, part of dreams are kind of something that seems to just kind of like randomly arise out of our subconscious. But then there are other dreams that are like, as if someone outside of ourselves literally like gave us something, you know, it's like it gave us a package, like they entered into our dream space and they were like, here's a message for you. Here's a very specific interaction. So this is where you start getting to this fascinating idea of, you know, like contact with like what we think of as like extraterrestrial. But again, it's more so multidimensional um, aspects of other parts of ourselves, other beings. It is literally happening within the dream space. So the big thing, and I'll just say this, is that now as we are starting to awaken to this it's becoming more obvious that dreams are not just something localized within our brain and it's not just like this phenomenon that's just within your head it's more so when you dream you're accessing a shared space it's almost kind of like logging into the internet and then other people from other parts of dimensions can literally log into this internet and can interact with you it's almost kind of like a video game in a sense so you can kind of see where like as our technology evolves, we're like, wait a second, like our dreams are almost echoing that where it's like kind of like the internet, but it's like the internet, um, the internet, so to speak. So um, that's, uh, again, just part of the reason why I'm fascinated with dreams, because I feel in the process of exploring dreams, we're awakening to more of who we are. Uh, we're awakening to more of what it means to be a cosmic citizen, to our birthright, um, to being able to understand, uh, being able to directly experience the awe and the magic, and also being able to bring it back to this place of empowerment and show Going up in service for others as better creators within this dream. So there's a lot of powerful stories that we're going to hear tonight, and I'm looking forward to being able to pass the talk.
talking stick over so we'll get right into that and we'll start off by passing it to rachel and um then from there who wants who wants to go next just so i can know ahead of time who wants to go next uh after rachel just go ahead and pass it over to claire perfect all right so rachel go ahead when you're ready you can just kind of briefly introduce yourself you can tell us a little bit about why dreams are something important to you and then if you got some particular stories that you want to share you can get right into that so rachel thank you so much for being here and when you're ready go right ahead Thank you. Um, thank you for that wonderful introduction. Hold, hold on, Rachel. Um, one second here. There are you guys. One second. The audio thing is doing that thing again. Just keep talking for a second, Rachel. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, happy birthday, by the way. One second. That's not. It's. Um, I presume the YouTube audio is probably going to sound super glitchy. Um, I apologize. I'm not sure why this is the case, but I am going to see if I can resolve this um, really quickly. And da, 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 da. okay, try talking again, Rachel. Uh, yeah, okay, that fixed it. Okay, good. Oh, that was easier okay. than I thought. Okay, Rachel, when you're ready, go right ahead and thank All right, I'm ready. Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you again for um, the lovely introduction to uh, the discussion tonight. I actually, um, a quote popped into my head while you were talking about the um, different dimension the, or the multidimensionality of our existence. And um, I'd like to share it with you guys. It's by a man named Pete A. Sanders who wrote a book about vortex energy. Um, and it's, uh, he says, it's impossible to describe in three-dimensional terms the existence of our 10-dimensional bubble of consciousness that we are as soul energy. Um, so there's just so much out there that we don't know and maybe we will never know. And that's the beauty of life and the, the mysteries that are constantly unfolding. And that's why one of the reasons why dreams are so important to me actually is this idea that it's mysterious and um, fascinating. And there are so many um, opportunities for unique stories to come about from our dreams. And um, I have always been a very avid dreamer. I never stayed up very late as a child. It was always in bed by 8.30, nine at the latest, like ready to dream. And I would actively practice um, creating dreams in my mind before I fell asleep. And so I would probably spend maybe about an hour or it felt like an hour just like in my own fantasy realm in my head before I would fall asleep. And I kind of lost that as I got older. And I think a big part of that was actually stemmed from starting to imbibe in substances like marijuana and things like that. So I feel like um, I'm just getting back into a lot of that connection that I had when I was younger. Um, and I would always have dreams about flying. And I thought that that was like, everyone could do that. I thought everyone could control their dreams. And um, I had a lot of struggles with nightmares as a kid. Um, when I was really young, nightmares were a big deal for me. And I don't remember most of it, but I know my mom would always talk about how I would wake up screaming and terrified. And I do remember being in their room many nights um, going in and then, getting to stay for maybe 20 minutes and then they'd send me back to my room. And, um, and then as I started to get a little older, um, I was really able to control my dreams. And so the nightmares became more of a mental um, workout, like an exercise for my mind to be able to bring myself out of a place of fear and um, whatever was scary about the dream, I was able to transmute it and transform it into something else. Um, more often than not, which was 
really powerful and really beautiful. And, um, oh gosh, now I'm losing my train of thought. Um, but yeah, I've always had a, a very interesting connection with nightmares and actually at this stage in my life and probably for the last 10 years or so, I've really enjoyed having nightmares um, because I feel like it's just another connection to a deeper part of myself within myself that is coming to the surface. And um, for one example, actually, I was really, really thrilled. I, I ceased my smoking for quite a while. Um, it probably took about a month or two for the dreams to really come back um, as vividly as they had been in childhood um, and actually retaining and remembering what, what I was dreaming about, but I actually had a flying dream a few weeks ago, and I can't tell you how happy I was when I had that dream and was able to experience that again, because I thought that was something that I had lost that I would never experience again, um, and that that was like, oh, that was a childhood thing. That was like when I was young and um, just like more connected and that I'd lost that connection somehow but um, it was nice to have that experience now and be like that just isn't true that connection's always been there it will be there and um, just my perception of it was that I had lost it but that was just my perception and not the real truth behind um, the matter of it and also not having been able to remember my dreams for probably about five or six years like hardly at all um, not really knowing maybe I was experiencing those things in my dreams, but I actually, that night that I had the flying dream recently, I went to bed with the intention that I was going to fly in my dream. And it wasn't the first night that I set that intention because I remember I set that intention. Um, I think it was almost every night that week. And that week, Brendan actually did a flying meditation where we were all birds, um, that next morning, the very first night that I said that I was like, well, I didn't get to fly in my dream, but now we're flying in the morning meditation. So like, it's very synchronistic. Um, and then later that week I did get to um, have a flying dream. So it was really, really special and um, just liberating and weightless and just makes you think of like all the possibilities that like you can have that feeling and that experience in your dreams. So who's to say that can't ever happen in waking life? Like, I don't know, I like to stay open to all the possibilities of that kind of stuff. Um, and then I'll just say real quickly, my other recent experience was um, with sleep paralysis and um, lucid dreaming in sleep paralysis, where I, I actually had this happen as a child too, where I would get sleep paralysis and wake up because I sleep on my stomach, I would wake up terrified that I couldn't breathe and I needed to move and I just couldn't move. And I was just so focused on, I need to move my body right now or else I'm going to suffocate because my face is in my pillow and just so terrified. And then um, recently I had that experience in the morning where I woke up and I couldn't move and it was just euphoric. I just, there was no fear. There was no, oh my God, I can't breathe. I still had my face in my pillow, but I was like, like kind of sideways and just looking at my arm and I was watching my arm move, but it wasn't moving. Um, and so it was like almost like that first step to tapping into more of like the astral projection type work that I've been fascinated by recently and just like distance healing and energy work, um, getting into that a lot more recently and realizing that I 
do have this connection distantly with um, people that I'm close to, my friends and family, being able to feel them energetically and tying that into the like the astral side of things and trying to meditate more on that when I've been sleeping. Um, and so it was really special to have this kind of euphoric experience where there was no fear and it was very different from my childhood experiences with um, that particular experience. So it was really special. And then if you don't mind, I'll just share one more really special dream and then I'll be done talking for now. Um, this was about a year ago or a, a, probably a year and a couple months ago. I did share this on one of the chat spaces in the Paradigm Shift um, Discord, but this dream was really special to me because um, it, it was the only dream like it I've ever had. I've never had, I, nev I never experienced another dream like it since and not before then, um, where it was a nightmare and it was cycling. It was cyclical. I couldn't escape it. I kept trying to attain um, a bridle and a saddle. I was in my grandparents' house, but it wasn't their house as dreams often are. Um, and there were extra rooms that don't really exist. Um, and I knew I had to go up into this attic space to get the bridle um, for, for horseback riding, where I was like, okay, I need to go get this bridle, and I need the saddle, and the saddle was in a different part of the house, and I would almost always get the bridle, and then just feel this overwhelming sense of dread that something was in the house that was trying to get me, and I would end up back at the front door and start all over again, and this happened all night long, it felt like it was going on continuously. And finally, I was so fearful, so overcome with my fear that I just said, screw it. And I went to the back door, walked out the back door, and there was this beautiful white horse waiting for me outside. And I just got on and rode it off into the distance bareback. And the message that I got from that dream was so powerful. It was saying, like, everything you think you need is that's just your perception like you you have the tools already to do what you need to do and you don't need to feel so like i need to do this i need to do that to achieve a certain goal like you you have that within you um and yeah just let go of the fear and just trust and trust the intuition and it was just crazy how that finally broke the cycle of the dream that i was just like okay i don't need the bridle i don't need the saddle i'm just like here we go <laughs> So um, yeah, and with that, I will pass the talking stick over. Beautiful, thank you, thank you, Rachel, so much for for sharing. And um, yeah, it, it, again, you know, like that's this, I love the idea of how sometimes dreams are just like very literal. Like the the symbolism is is like just kind of like it, it's not even a mystery. It's just kind of like oh okay, I understand exactly what this is saying. Then other ones are going to be a little bit more encoded but no thank you for sharing rachel and and we'll keep passing talking to go over and uh we'll go to claire and again rachel please feel free to post your i, I already posted your instagram and your tiktok into the you into the youtube chat so for everybody here please feel free to connect with rachel and rachel will be in the youtube chat and be able to connect with you there as well and so we'll pass it over to to claire and and again um just as a, a brief introduction claire um some of you may recognize her from from tiktok may even recognize them from maybe you're from uh claire's tiktok as well um and uh Claire, uh, without really, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll wait, I'll wait for you to talk. But again, you know, I think, um, 
one of the things that I'm fascinated by with dreams is again, you know, those encounters where sometimes within dreams, I'll just say this real quick. Sometimes within dreams, we'll meet characters. And sometimes these characters are literally like projections of us. They're projections of like, kind of like parts of ourselves, our subconscious. But then there are other times when we meet characters and we're just like, yo, like this is like actually like someone else. Like there is like a presence to them. There is, there is like an identity to them like who are you you know and and just to be able to have those experience um again kind of like with with what rachel was saying again you know the thing that's incredibly powerful with dreams is just the visceral experiences you know you can have an experience with dream where you're just like whoa that happened this is real you know it's real like that's the thing people say like are dreams real like I say, yes, they are real because your soul can learn from them. And one of the things with dreams is understanding that the dream space, the dream moment has a present moment equally as real as this one. So this moment right here, you look, you're looking at your hands, you're feeling, you're touching things, you're observing, like in the dream space, that present moment is equally there as well. So Claire, we'll pass over to you and please feel free to introduce yourself, talk to us about a bit why dreams are important and um, a little bit into the broadcast, we'll get into like some tips and tricks and practices for everybody here who may be new, so be sure to stick around. Claire, when you're ready, go right ahead and thank you for being here. Yeah, well, hi guys. Um, first of all, I wanna say thank you for creating this space and being a part of this moment right now. I feel so, so blessed and so grateful um, to be able to share these experiences with others um, and to know that I'm not alone in this because sometimes these experiences can be extremely overwhelming. And I found over the past month, especially, um, my dream world has been extremely active, more active than it's ever been in my whole life. And I know others are feeling this shift and this energy as well. Um, and sort of when this started for me, tying into something that Rachel touched on is um, I decided to get sober a couple months ago. So I was heavily addicted to marijuana for years. And so um, I have found that after going off of these substances and deciding to live a clean life, at least for this you know period of my life, like my dream world just completely opened up and I've been given so many opportunities from the universe to explore this realm. And it's been incredible. Um, I have so many stories I could share with you all right now. Um, I guess I'll start off with two that were more recent. Um, so I've had a couple astral projection experiences that I can share later on. But um, I think the first thing that I want to share is something that happened to me two nights ago. So pretty much the first time I astral projected, um, right as I was about to fall asleep, I was communicating with source and communicating with the universe and just asking and saying, can you send me some information in my sleep, like some sort of download, some sort of upgrade. And that night I asked a projected. So, <laughs> um, so a couple nights ago, I, I asked the same question. I proposed this to, to the universe. And that whole day I had just spent resting because that's what I had to do that day. I barely left bed. I was just meditating all day, really just recuperating, um, being one with my body, working on my breath. Um, and so that night I was like, send me something in my dreams. Um, and right away, I wasn't even asleep. I didn't fall asleep. Right as I asked that question, there was like 
I was presented a montage of dreams in my mind. They were extremely clear visions and it brought me back to the exact feeling of being in these dreams and being in my body within these dreams. Um, and these were dreams that were brought back to me that I had months ago, weeks ago, years ago, that I have not thought about since they happened. And um, so as this was happening to me, I just sort of was laying there for a few minutes. I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. Just like letting it happen. And then I was like, okay, I have to, I have to write these down. Like there's something here. So I spent like over an hour writing them down and I, I, I ended up writing down 24 dreams and there was more too that I couldn't write down, but um, it was like three in the morning. I couldn't keep going, but it was just like, I unlocked this part of my brain. And like, I, I think that um, each dream definitely has a message within, um, but I think the overarching sort of message that I got was you are you in your dream because like, when I was brought back to these spaces, like it was me. And I, I remembered being there within these dreams, even if they weren't lucid dreams, like I was completely just shot back into those moments. Um, so that was really wild. So <laughs> um, that, and then um, also, um, this is kind of someone else's dream story, but um, I was involved in it. And having this platform, like, on TikTok, like so suddenly, I, I never expected this. I have never had a platform this large ever to speak my truth this freely, but um, I was really called to uh, about, it was about a month ago now I started my TikTok. I was called to make these videos and connect with others this way. Um, and it's been so rewarding. Um, and one of the messages I received from, um, one of the friends I met on TikTok, she, I, I didn't know her and she messaged me on my Instagram and said, hey, um, I saw you on my For You page and I just have to share something with you. Um, she was saying that the night before she had found one of my videos on her For You page, I had visited her in a dream. And when she saw me on the For You page, she was like, oh my God, that's the girl that was in my dream. And it just clicked for her. And I had posted the video the day after like she had that dream or the day she had that dream. So like the time was like, so it just lined up. It was a complete synchronicity, but she sent me a note she had written in her, in her phone notes describing my physical appearance. And she was like, I had this dream. I was sitting in a car talking to this girl and we were having the most amazing conversation. Like she described my physical appearance. And one of the things she wrote down and like bolded was bracelet. She was like bracelet question mark. And in the video that I posted, I was wearing this bracelet and it was very clear. Like it was like, you know, sort of dangling around and stuff. And it was just nuts I was like whoa and we really connected over that she's like I just knew it was you immediately I knew you had visited me and you were teaching me things in my dream um and that was just sort of a wake-up call I, I believe that a lot of healing internally can be done through dreaming but that kind of opened up my eyes and realized that your soul when you're when you're in the dream world it can travel outwards and connect with other people like Brenda was saying sometimes people who you know are separate to you visit you and um 
in within that story, I was like, yeah, I was visiting this girl and we were talking and yeah. So it just kind of presented me this opportunity to really work on um, my role in, in the dream world in, in helping others and sending out that energy through dreams. And I don't know how like this is going to go for me. I, I, I don't know. This is just something that I feel deeply um, I'm going to do. So yeah, I, I think that's all I'm going to say for now um, and pass it on to someone else. But I do have some more stories to share. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Claire. Yeah, again, you know, I think that's just a, another one of many great examples of, of what is actually possible here within the dream space. And it, it's interesting because, again, you know, like, with the way the world is going right now, you know, things are just going to keep getting like weirder and weirder. But in that process, things are also becoming like more and more clear, more and more lucid because we're kind of like shaving away the chaff. We're kind of like dissolving the illusions. You know, we go back to this idea of, of you know, people at the beginning of the year, we're like, we're like, oh, 2020, 2020 vision. Woohoo. Yeah, yeah. We had like this whole attitude going into it. And then, you know, a few months into it, we're just like, oh my God, this is the worst year ever. Not to say there aren't bad things happening, but then flash forward like a little bit later and we're just like, wait a second. I actually do feel that 2020 vision. Like there, there is a lot of stuff where I've like removed things, I've changed things, I've developed, I've focused, you know? And I think a big part of that is again, you know, a lot of it is, is related to these spiritual dimensions. And what does it really mean for us to theoretically, you know, flash forward five years, what happens when we're even like deeper, more deeply connected to our dream space? What happens when we're interfacing? What happens when we're not just in our dream space to literally learn lessons, but to also do work? You know, like that's a very interesting question because I've, I've had people that have talked about that where they're like, yo, like when I'm in my dreams, like I'm actually like doing like energetic work. I'm doing like grid work was one of the things that they would say, you know, they'd go places or or even like, you know, you would you would like have meetings with other beings, you know, you would go and almost be an ambassador. Right. So it's like we get into this idea of, you know, we're talking about all these other dimensional uh, races and things like that. And it's like, what if the dream space is actually a chance for us to be ambassadors uh, and for us to be able to communicate and to be able to bring back messages. And, and again, you know, you just look at TikTok as a microcosm of the macrocosm and you're getting more and more people who are just like really feeling called to be able to dive into dreaming and astral projection and having these, these experiences that prior to then they had no idea it was possible, but it's suddenly shifting their entire perception of reality and opening them up to, you know, a much bigger perception of who they are and, you know, really, really just helping them see things in a new way. So uh, Carly, did you have your hand up to go next? Okay, we'll pass over to Carly. And then from there, um, if uh, we'll pass it over to Danny. And uh, again, and, and we'll keep going from there. And anybody else who wants to share any any awesome stories. And, and yeah, and just a quick thing, because I know um, Rachel mentioned it, Claire mentioned it, and, and I was going to mention it at the beginning. In terms of quick tips and stuff like that, some of you would have seen my TikTok video. Um, yeah, definitely be aware of how, you know, little things within our everyday life do affect our dream recall, such as working with cannabis, um, even just like diet and everything like that. Even just like going to sleep on an empty stomach is actually a way for the body to naturally produce DMT. Um, so if you're going to sleep on an empty stomach, you'll be more likely to be able to remember your dreams. Uh, again, just putting a couple tips out there, but I know for a lot of people, just that idea of like understanding that cannabis affects dream recall is actually just there's like, what? why didn't anybody tell me this five years ago sort of thing so now you know but anyways passing it over to carly carly when you're ready please feel free again to introduce yourself and any reason any other ideas related to dreams and stories you'd like to share when you're ready carly go ahead 
Um, I'm Charlie. Hello, everybody. Um, I've always had like an active dream life, like ever since I was a kid, as um, Rachel and Claire also mentioned. Um, I remember having also, like Rachel said, a lot of nightmares. Um, and like, yeah, I don't know, like just some weird stuff happening <laughs> in my dreams. And um, also like, I remember having a very specific dream as a kid where it was like in black and white and I always dream in color. So that one like really stood out to me. And um, usually I'm like in my dream or like some form of me is in my dream, but it was like, I was watching a movie. Like it was like, I wasn't even in it. I had no idea who these people were in the dream. Like it was like a whole family, like, and it was based like, I don't know, in like the twenties or something. So it, that was very interesting to me. And I um, haven't really like written it down, but like, that's definitely one that stood out to me um, just because it was so different than anything I've experienced before. And I wondered like if it was something that had happened before, like if I was watching somebody's life or like somebody else's experience. Um, so that was really interesting to me. Um, also like about, I would say like about two years ago, I was um, really trying to increase like my, um, picking up with like spirit guides and angels and things like that. And I was doing a meditation um, where I was like, just thinking over and over, like, I wanna connect with my spirit guides. I wanna connect with my angels. Please like send me a sign. And then like the next, when I dreamt that night, I had this very vivid dream with all of these symbols that like were totally beautiful. And, um, like I wrote down specific symbols that I remember from the dreams, from that dream. Um, and some of the elements that I remember was like receiving an envelope, like it was like an invitation. Um, and then I was in this like beautiful mansion and this um, beautiful looking woman, um, she was wearing this like pink sparkly dress. She seems like an uh, angel or I don't know, she just looked like incredible and no one that I've ever seen before. And um, she like led me throughout this house and brought me to the, this fish tank that had all these different elements in the fish tank. And she was like asking me to like pick them out and like pick them up. So um, one of the things that was in the fish tank was like a picture of Jesus. And I felt like that was very powerful um, I, I'm not like a religious person, but I feel like Jesus is like a very healing presence and very like beautiful person in general. Um, so that was like a big message to me. Um, so that, that's definitely like a circumstance that I think of a lot. And I like spoke with a friend about it, like a couple, I think like the next day after it happened. And she said, I had thought that maybe it was like my um, spirit guide that was like there to like bring me and show me like these gifts. But she said, maybe it was like your higher self, like 
because she had hair that like kind of looks like my hair and like we have like similar um characteristics so I was like yeah maybe like that is like the person that I'm trying to achieve or like to become in my lifetime um so that was definitely like a powerful one that like sticks with me throughout my life um yeah and just like the past few years I always write down like I have a whole like journal and like every morning if I think of like anything from the dream I'll just immediately first thing I do in the morning is just like jot down whatever I think whatever I can like surmise from what happened in the dream um and then like I'll go back and like look at the symbols and try to like piece things together and the more that I I do that the more it's like making sense like the more even if I feel like it doesn't really connect the more that I like practice that I feel like I'm getting a lot better at like uncovering the hidden meanings and also like understanding the patterns too like over the years I've had dreams about like waves like for instance like I was like on a giant ladder in the middle of the ocean (laughs) like this like tsunami like was coming up and like about to like demolish me or something and like that's been like a key element for me like when I'm feeling very like overwhelmed I'll start to have dreams about like waves and like situations like that so now like when it happens I can like see it from like an outside perspective and be like oh (laughs) I'm having those dreams again there's probably something going on here um and other elements too, like I can also tell when things are like, when I'm feeling like a little chaotic, I'll have dreams that are like more violent or like not very, not very happy dreams, but it, it brings me back to be like, okay, like you need to see like what's going on here and try to get like get back into harmony, get back into balance. Um, And then one other thing I'll say is that, like, from, like, the start of this pandemic and through the end of this year, like, I've connected a lot with my ancestors through dreams. Um, Like, I've, back in, like, March was the first time I had a dream with my grandfather in it, and he's passed away, but he kind of just, like, was in the background, just kind of, like, walking around. So I felt like that was him just being like, hey, Carly, what's up? Like, I'm here, you know, if you want to connect with me, um, I'll be here for you. And then um, back in uh, last month, I had posted on the Paradigm Shifts Discord that um, my cousin passed away unexpectedly, and I was pretty upset about that. I hadn't seen her for like over a year and uh, yeah, I just felt like I didn't have a chance to say goodbye to her and it had upset me a lot, but um, she did come through in my dream and like I was able to have a really healing, positive conversation with her. Um, That definitely helped me process the situation and like gain some closure. So that was really beautiful that I was able to like see her and connect with her and like say what I wanted to say and to know that like 
even though she's not here in like the physical body, she's always still with me. And like, I can always go to that space and like go see her and like hang out. <laughs> and that's really beautiful to me is that aspect of dreams that you can like connect with people that are not still physically here with you. Well, I think they still are physically here with you just in like a different way. Um, and then my grandmother, <laughs> who also passed away, she visited me um, this week as well. And we talked a little bit. And she also is the grandmother of the cousin who passed away. And she, she seemed like she was kind of like sending me a sign like, she's a little upset about like what happened and I got to talk with her a little bit about that um so yeah it's just really awesome I think to be able to have this connection with like this other realm we don't fully understand but like we can utilize to connect with people and to heal ourselves and to like subconsciously work out problems that like impact us every day um so it's definitely like a practice that i'm diving more into to uncover the hidden meanings and like to see what my even what like my brain wants me to know and like wants me to work on so yeah that's all i have for now wonderful thank you carly for for sharing and uh, again you know i just uh seeing the comments in the chat and people are just like again just saying thank you for the beautiful messages and it's just really reaffirming for a lot of people because again you know if it can happen for one of us it can happen to all of us and you know i'm sure for some people they're going to have different different motivations to wanting to be able to bring more attention to their dreams and for some people you know even just the idea it's like wait a second like that person that I love that's no longer here in this dimension. Like you're telling me that I can still connect with them. You're telling me that I can still have like a conversation, like one more chance to be able to see them. Like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do the work. I'll do whatever it takes. So, I mean, you know, the dream space is gonna call to people in different ways. And, and I'll just say this and I'll pass it over to Danny. And I think um, one of the things that's important to be able to keep in mind, at least from my experience or my observation, is that the dreams will often echo where we're at and so if we're kind of going throughout our day and we're just kind of being our mind is just very filled with fascinations um even distractions or you know things that are just like really taking up a lot of our energy they tend to bleed over into the dream space those type of dreams usually aren't the type of dreams that we would want to have every night sometimes they're just like oh man like i dreamt of being at work or like oh man i dreamt of that movie i just watched or oh man i dreamt of that argument that i had earlier today or something like that right like not to say those don't serve any purpose but you don't want to spend all your time having those dreams the real the dreams you really really want to be able to get i think those dreams arrive when we have intentionally done work throughout our day to be able to kind of like clear the space to be able to help kind of like remove the noise to be able to help open ourselves up to balance ourselves, whatever words you want to be able to use and then again you know in theme with being able to connect to be able to like put out intention um but that's where this is a very very powerful idea where 
when we start to approach our dreams as a very sacred thing and, and even a very like psychedelic ceremony, what would happen if you literally started making this commitment where you literally started preparing for your dreams the moment you woke up? Like, think about that, right? Like, what if you spent your entire day preparing for your dreams that night, right? What would that look like? It would involve how you wake up. It would involve meditation in the morning. It would involve mindfulness. It would involve journaling. It would involve gratitude. It would involve paying attention to what you eat. It would involve, you know, exercise. It would involve all of these little things. But by the time you get to that last half hour of the day, when you're really just ready to put your head down on the pillow, and you're like, hmm, like I feel so clear. Like I feel so open, you know, that type of feeling. And it's when we arrive to the dream space with that, then I think, you know, that's when, you know, the other parts of ourselves that are like, okay, like they're ready to receive this. Let's give them something. Let's give them, you know, something a little bit more than just a, a regular fascination dream. So again, I, I think the dream space is something that, that calls us into a higher version of ourselves. And even though we can kind of approach it for very personal reasons, I think there's also very altruistic reasons to being able to show up in the dream space, at least to be able to, again, be ambassadors for messages, be ambassadors for stories to show what is possible. And, and again, just to be able to, to continue to evolve as cosmic students. Like that's what I feel dreams are here to do in a lot of ways. We go throughout our waking life and we're learning, we're experiencing, we're bringing more things into the into our heart that are going to help us evolve our soul. And so many people are literally, you know, spending only half of their life or, or whatever percentage you want to say. There's a huge percentage of their life where they're not consciously aware. And not to say even if you don't remember your dreams, nothing's happening. But if you were to start bringing more awareness to your dreams, basically it opens up to this idea where you have the opportunity to kind of like accelerate your soul's growth, you know, to like really be able to, to gain more experience on a day to day basis, you know, things that in addition to just going through your waking life, if you can go through your waking life and then in the dream space, you're still learning. Like, again, I think that's kind of where we're at right now, because right now we need to do what we can to be able to help accelerate the shift in consciousness. And that does happen on a personal level. So by us showing up on that personal level, it literally helps make it more accessible on the collective level. So, yeah, I just want to put that idea out there for people who are feeling called to the dreams. Start preparing for your dreams the moment you wake up by just being able to bring about a, re a relative mindfulness and balance and doing what you can do to be able to help clear the mind to help clear you know the the gunk and the you know any anything else that you've kind of like built up throughout your day um not to say there's anything wrong with that but just to be able to you know bring your bring your head to rest in a way where you're just kind of like an open cup because if you go to sleep with a full cup not like it's just you're going to dream of whatever that cup is full full of already again you know so if you can empty that cup then you are open to receiving those other types of dreams and so there's kind of again there's there's dreams that are kind of dreams that are almost like a projection from something inside of us but then there's other dreams that are kind of like from somewhere outside of us and we're receiving them you know and those type of dreams that's when you start getting into dreams of interacting with other beings or going places or seeing things and just, you know, all sorts of other things that I think we're even still, we're just starting to scratch the surface of. Danny, if you're ready, I will pass it over to you. And thank you again, Danny, for being here. And please feel free to, again, briefly introduce yourself. Tell us a bit about why dreams are exciting to you and any stories you would like to share. Danny, when you're ready, go right ahead. All right. Hi, you guys. Um, you know, for when I was a kid, I obviously, I think a lot of us were more uh you know 
in touch with our dreams and able to remember them more often. As I got older, I would only dream maybe once every couple of months. So when I started my spiritual journey, I was just really called to, I guess, start flexing that muscle again. So I actually started keeping a dream journal and every single night I would write down my dreams and just track what I remembered. If I didn't remember anything, I'd even write that down just so when I first woke up, I would think, okay, what was I just dreaming about and record it. Um, and since doing that, I've been able, I've been having more vivid dreams, remembering my dreams now almost every night, which is not something that was the case for a really, really long time. And I do want to get into some of the more recent dreams that I've had that have been pretty interesting. One is, well, I've been trying to lose dream when I do become aware that I'm in a dream because since also dream journaling, I'm more able to recognize, okay, wait, this isn't the real world or not the real world, but like the physical world. Um, so, but in that space, every time there's some reason in my dream that I believe I can't lose a dream. For example, there was one time where literally the moment I realized I was dreaming, my dream started integrating with another dream. I was like experiencing these two dreams at the same time, but I thought the other dream I was experiencing was me in waking life, like walking around. So I was like, how can I lose a dream if I'm like experiencing like being awake at the same time? And then I woke up and realized that it was another dream. Um, but that was really interesting. It's almost like my mind was sabotaging itself being like, no, like you can't do it. Like you're unable to. So that's something I've noticed. I'm like, there might be a subconscious, uh, self-sabotage that's going on in the background that I'm not fully aware of. Um, one of the dreams recently that happened that was crazy is there's someone who I'm no longer in contact with, who was not the best influence on my life. And recently I had been trying to process uh, my relationship with that person and trying to heal from it. Um, and I was ha having more realizations about this relationship and the nature of it. So I one night had a dream where I literally believed that I wasn't in my own dream, but I was in this other person's dream. And when we were interacting, you know, I know that if I saw this person in person, we probably wouldn't have the best interaction. But in the dream, we were just very loving towards each other and very kind and just like getting along really well. And I tried lucid dreaming in this dream and couldn't. And I believed it was because, well, I can't lucid dream in someone else's dream. Like I don't have control here. Um, but we were getting along really well and having like deep conversations. And I was asking this person questions just about, you know, things that happened and why things went the way they did. And I felt like I got a lot of clarity. And at one point I was like, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm not dream Danny. Like I'm, I'm actually the real Danny in your dream. And they did not like that I said that. They were very upset with me. They're like, um, what are you talking about? Like they felt like their privacy was violated by me being there. So I was like, haha, just kidding. Like, mm-hmm. And then they calmed down. But it was really weird because even when I woke up I was really confused as to whether or not that was really my dream so um later that night I went into a meditation and once I felt connected to spirit I asked was that really that person's dream was I really in someone else's dream and spirit told me no it wasn't their dream and I was like but the message that like the communication we had was that authentic was what they told me and their reflections on things was that true and spirit told me that, yes, it was true and that it was a way for me to actually get closure because I wouldn't necessarily be able to get it directly from that person. 
So it was a really beautiful experience of, even though it wasn't necessarily their direct consciousness, it was like a projection of, you know, their experiences like at the core root of it rather than, um, you know, this person has a lot of walls up and I feel like I would, uh, if I actually tried to have a conversation with them, I would get the projection rather than the core. And in that I really got to actually uh, connect with that energy on a soul level. And that was, that was really incredible. You know, like, even if it was like a manifestation of my subconscious, it's something that like I can grow from and I can benefit from. Um, but yeah, it's actually really interesting that I uh, keep like thinking I can't lose some dream for some reason. That is a very common theme that has been coming up for me recently. I have only been dreaming again for like two or three months. Um, no, probably a little longer than that, maybe four months, but still, regardless of that, I've, um, it's been really great for me to realize that and realizing like, again, that dreams aren't just this made up world, but it's, there's something very real about it and the emotion that you feel in the dream and the complexity of it is something that's not just made up. You will, I've encountered energies where I think it's you know a part of my dream or a part of my subconscious and then when I interact with it I'm like that is not that's not a reflection of me this is like something else in that's come into my space so the more I get into it and the more that I practice being in that space the more I'm actually able to um, understand it and expand myself which is pretty incredible so yeah that's all I have for now <laughs> awesome Thank you. Thank you, Danny, again, for adding your perception and your stories. And yeah, again, you know, like I think just kind of going back to a little bit of what I was talking about earlier and then um, we'll pass it over to whoever's next. I don't know. Lacey, do you want to go next? Can pass it over to you? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and then we'll pass it over to uh, whoever wants to go after that. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it, again, it's kind of like this idea where the way how this reality works, it's like it's almost as if there are certain lessons for us that we simply aren't capable of fully experiencing within this physical dimension, you know, due to restrictions of physicality and time and, you know, other types of things that kind of get in the way of that. Um, but the dream space is, again, this much more malleable, this much more flexible thing. So if there's like an aspect of yourself that, you know, maybe needs attention or maybe needs healing, like the 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 way how dreams work, like the best way I can explain it again, you know, I I, I I lean towards explaining it almost as if I'm explaining some sort of like, you know, advanced technology that was created by like, you know, some sort of beings billions of years older than us. Um, but it's basically, you know, perception, per, a perception based holographic reality where it becomes what you need it to be um, without you even fully understanding what it is that you need, which is very, very interesting. And, and so it goes again into because and but this is the thing when you start studying the dynamics of the dream space, you realize that this reality operates more or less in the same thing. The only thing that's really different is the density, the illusion of density and the element of time. Other than that, you know, you get into this idea of understanding that literally this reality is still a perception based hologram as well. You know, you start getting into law of attraction and all that stuff. Um, and basically that simple idea that the universe will give you what you need, not just what you want uh, as well. And, and again, kind of going back to what Danny was saying, um, understanding that, you know, the thoughts that she's holding on to that they're holding on to related to not being able to dream or lucid dream is actually kind of affecting that. So even just, you know, 
uh, for those of us who, who have gotten into deeper practices with our dreams, I'd love to be even just be able to hear, you know, as you're going to sleep, what, what can you do to kind of incubate the dream? And literally just being able to set the intentions to be able to kind of like to uh, and, and this is something I'll, I'll pass over to, to Lacey. I just know um, that they've talked about this before, this idea of just kind of like asking questions before they go to sleep. You know, that's a very powerful idea. And, and sometimes like we don't even realize that that's even an option. It's like, wait a second. Like I can ask questions before I go to sleep and then like other parts of myself will actually sometimes answer those questions and stuff. So that's the thing. I think dreams are again, kind of like this technology of the, and this tool and we're, we're still learning how to interface with it. There's like ways to operate. It's not like you just show up and they're just random. Like, no, there's ways that your conscious intent will actually affect the way that you can interact with them. So anyways, we'll pass it over to Lacey. Lacey, when you're ready, and please feel free to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your experience with dreams and any any epic dream stories you would like to share. Lacey, when you're ready, go right ahead. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, okay, awesome. Um, hi, I'm Lacey, and I've done a couple dream classes before. Um, I have lots of stories I could share, obviously. I've been dream journaling for about 20 years and I'm an avid dreamer. I do lucid dream and sometimes I've practiced with astral projection. Um, yeah, so I just love being here and hearing everybody's like amazing dreams. And it's just so, it just warms my heart to see so many people just dreaming and like excited about dreaming it's always been something that's really close to my heart so yeah I could share one that I had recently um I think sometimes we can actually dream for the collective when we really practice more we can dream for others so especially with like the state of the planet right now I think you know the world needs dreamers it needs people like doing the work like behind the scenes so um recently i had a dream this is probably a couple weeks ago and in the dream i was on a ship and it was like an old kind of like a pirate ship and it was floating out in the middle of the ocean and there was a bunch of people on the ship with me and we were lost and in the for some reason the ship started to sink and of course that's like super symbolic and so the ship started to sink and all the people we all started to jump off and everyone was following me like I was like I don't know if I was like they're I don't know why but they're like help us like we need to get to shore so we started to swim and it there was pillars of ice like all around us and we were swimming through and I looked down below and I could see great white sharks swimming below us. I wasn't afraid though. Like when you see a great white shark, you would think, oh gosh, like this is scary. But it was actually like really exhilarating and like powerful. And I wasn't afraid. And I was like, okay, I just got to get them to shore and we're going to be okay. So we got to shore. And as I was about to like get up onto shore, there's a hand reached down for me and pulled me up out of the water. I looked up and it was like this big, like Viking looking dude. And I looked around and there was people 
like from all different nationalities, like a rainbow tribe of just beautiful people. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like where, where are we? We were in some type of tundra, like glacier. So I actually ended up living out my life there for quite some time. I lived there for, I think a few years, like seasons passed. Um, I ended up falling in love with someone that lived at the tribe and just so many lessons. They taught me like how to hunt and like how to shoot a bow and arrow. And it was just so magical. Um, I'll get to like the juicy part, which was near the end of the dream. Um, I ended up going out with the young man that was with me and he said he wanted to show me what the bottom of the ocean looked like when the tide went out because there's lots of cool creatures on the bottom of the ocean. So I went with him and we're sitting there and we're just like watching the sunset. And then the tide started to come back in, but it wrapped around my body. And that's when I actually um, transformed. So I shapeshift, which I've shapeshifted a lot in dreams before, but these particular animals that I shapeshifted in, I never shapeshifted into before. So I turned into this beautiful, long glowing eel and I was swimming in the water and I was just spinning and swimming and it was like the craziest sensation to be something else right and then I transformed again but into a massive jellyfish and it was like I could feel the pulse of the earth like I could feel this plane wherever I was whether that was inside me or in another dimension or in the future or whatever um but I could feel my skin was like breathing and I was this beautiful jellyfish of just like creating my own light from like inside of me, like pulsating and like, it was so trippy. Um, so eventually I think I swam out like with the tide, like I'd swam out. I woke up and I was like, whoa, like what did that mean? Like I get the beginning of that, but like those specific animals, like, what does an eel represent? Like, I've never dreamt of an eel before and I was glowing. So I looked it up and I guess it's actually part of old Scottish lore that eels are great transformers. They um, signify like transformation and they actually, in like the old lore, they are able to shapeshift. So eels are able to shapeshift into people. And they usually would walk on legs and like go on shore and they have, they bring a message of like transformation and like beauty and peace and like all this beautiful stuff. And then the jellyfish is actually like wisdom and also transformation. So I was just like, wow, like what a great message to just share with everybody. Cause I know that times are very uncertain, uncertain right now. And it's just like, you know, what the hell's going on? But yeah, I was just like, this is beautiful. And I, I shared it on Dream Council, which is on um, Facebook. And it's a group of dreamers. Um, and we all get together and we share dreams on there. And there's dream classes on there as well. Um, but yeah, and yeah, I thought I'd share with you guys. Um, I obviously have a lot more dreams about like ET contacts, other dimensions, traveling through space and time, teleportation and so on <laughs> lots of dreams lots of dreams but that one was a recent one that I thought I'd share so yeah <laughs>
Awesome. Thank you so much, Lacey. Um, obviously, I'm biased, but I could listen to you talk about dreams all day. I've done it before. Um, I, I mean, I, if you don't like, yeah, like maybe we can wait until later in the broadcast to be able to share a little bit later about um, some of like your UFO dreams if you want to do that, if that's cool. Um, that's a great question. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll just wait a little bit if you're fine waiting, um, that way, just be fair. Um, there, there's, there's a couple other things like I did to just want to be able to, to mention, um, real quick. Cause, um, again, you know, one of the things that I'm fascinated with, and I'll just kind of say this and I, and I just kind of want to maybe pass back to Lacey or anybody else can kind of mention in on this. One of the things I think that's interesting, um, with dreams and even just life in general is that. When you look at kind of like past lives or theoretically even future lives, it's like this idea that if we develop skills in other lifetimes, we actually bring them with us. They actually kind of like come over into this lifetime here and now. And so I think it's interesting because, you know, for for Lacey, just kind of like, you know, looking at Lacey as an example and stuff like that. Um, obviously you know like vivid dreams and it's just like like what like what did she do different it's like what it's almost as if she was born with this already um but it's interesting because if you kind of like even look at even lineage within bloodlines um you can actually see that it's not uncommon for there actually to be kind of like this dreaming ability that actually gets passed on through lineage through your bloodline so you know like for any of you who who are kind of like already like vivid lucid dreamers you know like even for, for basically for everybody who's already talked as well you know it'd be i, I would if, I, if it's possible for you, I would even just get curious and be like, you know, like, huh, like, I wonder what my great grandmother was like, you know, like, like, was she a witch, you know, like straight up, like, what was she into and stuff like that? Because I guarantee you that that energy is kind of rippling through your timeline. And that's why, um, whereas for some of us, we're kind of like having to pick things up for the first time and we're having to build this foundation. But then you literally have other people where it's like, no, I don't need to do all this. I've actually done this before and I'm ready to jump in and kind of like dive in uh, at another level. And, and that's where you start having these other, you know, these dreams that are just like so vivid and you're, you're literally seeing these other worlds and these other dimensions and these other civilizations. And again, even what Lacey was saying, the idea that Again, you know, because when we're dreaming, we're literally outside of the, the space, the, the time of this dimension. It's not impossible for you to have a dream where you literally experience a lifetime as crazy as that sounds, you know, or, or at the very least, some people will have those. We all experiences when we have those dreams where it's like, oh, I took a 15 minute nap, but it felt like I was gone for like hours. Right. Like you, you can you can experience that. That's a phenomenon. But it's starting to make sense once you kind of understand the dynamics of how things work. Um, Another thing I did just kind of want to be able to, to touch upon, um, Lacey, and maybe we don't have to hit upon it right now and, and whatever you're comfortable with sharing. Um, but when it comes to, uh, again, you know, this idea of um, sharing dreams with other with other souls, with other people, um, that idea fascinates me. And, and so um, that's actually something that's been a, a bit of an experience um, uh, with Lacey and, and Lacey uh, being my partner and, and just kind of like having this unique connection. Um, both of us have had dreams of each other, like before we really even knew each other, um, which I think is just really, really fascinating. And, and only if, you know, if Lacey, if you feel like you want to, you know, 
share anything about that, you're welcome to. Um, but I know it's something that, you know, other people would, would probably relate to uh, as well. And, and be, it, be it even, you know, like dreams of obviously, you know, like a romantic relationship or even just dreams of like friends and kin um, or family and things like that. Um, but I think it's interesting because if we are connected here, th this is kind of my point. If we are connected here right now, if we are talking, if you are tuned into this broadcast, you share some kind of frequency with us and it's not a, it's not a coincidence. It's not just a mistake that you happen to be here. What we're doing, we're creating this very intentional signal of bringing together the tribe, bringing together this soul family. And so in this sense, you know, it's, it's very interesting to assume that each and every single one of us is already connected in these higher dimensions, in these other dimensional planes. So it's kind of like being able to understand that the potential is there for each and every single one of us to actually begin to interface and connect and to share experiences within the dream time, you know, and, and, and it's, it's crazy because it's like, here we are, we're in different parts of the world. Some people are still in, in lockdown and everything like that. And if anything, it kind of gives us more motivation to be able to be like, wait, but we can access these inner worlds. We can actually still connect with each other. And we actually could still meet up. We actually could still be able to, you know, find a way to be able to interact in face to face, relatively speaking, within the present moment of these dreams, you know, so it's literally what's happening in the world right now is kind of projecting us towards uh, new realms of interaction, which, again, it's like, the technology within our, our human evolution, we can either look outside of ourselves and literally recreate this entire experience using technology of virtual reality, internet and video games, or we could understand that that exact same concept is actually already within us. And so which direction do we want to go on? Some humans will focus purely on going out. Some humans will more so focus on going in. Um, but Lacey, just, I mean, again, whatever you feel like talking about, like, I mean, do, do you want to even just kind of like mention the idea of just kind of like some of the experience of like, even just some, like, cause it, it's weird. And, and the reason why I ask this, cause it's like the, what part of the thing that I'm fascinated by, cause again, Lacey and I, we've talked about this a bunch. Um, is that Lacey has had dreams of me and then she'll tell me about these dreams and in me hearing these dreams, I'll actually get to see more parts of myself. Like she'll be like, oh yeah, in the dream, you were doing this, this, this. You, you were like, again, you know, one, one of the leaders of like an underground revolution in a post-apocalyptic world or something like that, right? There's been a few of those or, or, or again, there's been like other ones where it's like, oh, you were like the facilitator for like a ayahuasca ceremony or something like that. Um, and so for me to be able to hear this, I'm like, whoa, like, you know, her relationship with the dream um, is actually something where I'm actually being able to see other pieces of my puzzle um, through her stories. Like, it's, it's just incredibly fascinating. But I don't know, Lacey, like, whether it be related to us or just kind of in general, whatever you feel comfortable with sharing, um, if you don't mind, uh, and I'll pass it back to, do you want me to pass it back to you, Lacey? Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, okay, okay, pass, pass it back to you when you're ready. Go ahead. And any thoughts on that concept or stories? Sure. Of sure. Yeah, like the whole dream sharing and like connecting with other people is really fascinating to me. Um, I've been, I guess, a pivotal role in other people's dreams. Uh, people come to me and tell me that I showed up and helped them process something. Like I think someone else, Claire, maybe mentioned that. I'm not sure where they mentioned like, talking to someone, like processing emotions, right? Like helped heal someone else, right? And so that's happened with me with other friends. Uh, recently, a friend that lives out West had told me that 
she, it was so weird because I had dreamt of her like this. It, remember I told you, Brendan, about this? Like I dreamt of her and she had oh, dreamt of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Maya, yeah, yeah. Right? Maya, yeah. So she told me, she messaged me like out of the blue and was just like, Lacey, like there was this voice that was like telling me that like there's, and it was your energy was all around it. Like she didn't see me, but she felt my presence there. And she's like, and this voice was saying that like, there's something really important like that you have to do. Like there's this role, I don't know, something like that. And I was just like, whoa, like that's crazy because you were also indirectly in my dream and like, but it wasn't even like we saw each other, but we felt each other's like energetic, like signature like we were just spirit floating. I don't even know. It's hard to explain, but we linked up and we've linked up in the past before where I've helped her deliver a baby in a dream and stuff like crazy, which I do a lot in dreams. It's like midwifery and stuff. So um, yeah, it's just wild, but I've had dreams with other people and even guides that have like shown me the secrets of the universe, like unlocking like uh, DNA, like tribute, like that, um, which I call them guides, but they they seem like real, like real people to me. Like, like I told you about Valerie, who showed me how to um, navigate a light ship and fly through like time and space. Um, and yeah, so there's lots. But with you specifically, I started having dreams um, with Brendan actually about ten years ago, which is crazy. Um, when I started dreaming with, like, I'll just say with, because that makes the most sense. Um, you know, we're just friends. And like, it was just crazy, the stuff that would happen in the dreams. It was like, you know, we're going off world, we're, we're going to, you know, the far reaches of the galaxy, exploring like, different types of psychedelics, but also just like, I can't even like religion, like, becoming different people but you were in them a lot of the time and it was always just like crazy to me I'm like why are you here like I don't I don't know what, I don't understand why like you're awesome but you know what I mean like it didn't fully sync up to as what how we were linked in the dream time or like beyond this physical realm so um I have I can say hundreds of dreams where you're present in them but yeah I don't I didn't bring I did not prepare for this at all I didn't bring any any <laughs> dreams nothing next time we'll prepare but yeah I can't think in it well we've obviously summoned a lot of UFOs in our dreams um yeah. tell them about tell them about our like our, we have like our own private UFO that we were flying around with our what was it like space children yeah yeah and I've had like hybrid children too um which is crazy like bizarre and sometimes like it can go either way it can be like positive or sinister like especially when it comes to like et stuff but yeah I mean, you're so funny um yeah we've definitely flown ships around we've lived in the future i had one incredible lucid dream with you in it um this was probably about eight years ago and in the dream um this sun was eclipsing and it like the whole space like I was in like some neo Tokyo future like it was like looked like Tokyo like the way that the city was built up it was very futuristic and um anyways so in the dream I was given a new body and I was actually given an AI body so it was like this like half human half like 
but I had angel wings, like crazy cool wings. And, but I could turn into a human and it was so trippy. Like I was like burst, almost like in the matrix. I was like burst <laughs> into this new body and, but it was still my consciousness. And so I'm trying to walk down the street in this like weird new body. And near the, like, I went and like met people and like did all this stuff. And so I end up going to the outskirts of this city and it's clearly there had been like some type of huge, like, I don't know, not an apocalypse, but the old world had died and a new world had been built. And I, I ended up in this place. I don't know why I was there. And so I, <clears throat> I go into this old factory and it's abandoned and there's like, you know, it's just broken windows and it's really dark out and I come up and I see you and you're standing there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why are you here? And like, so I, to me, it was like, your like, in my perception, because I was lucid, like it's a fully lucid dream. Um, I was just, as I normally do, I either in a lucid dream, I either let the story guide me and let it take me where I want to go. Like, and it can take me to some pretty, pretty, like incredible places. Or I govern the dream where I manifest stuff and practice alchemy and magic and stuff like that but this particular one I was just kind of along for the ride and you were there and I just remember thinking like is this you in the future like you know it was just really trippy and the whole like reverse time theory <laughs> thing <laughs> yeah so yeah we had we talked and you were just like yeah like I know that like we had this like this really good conversation and then I kind of was like well I'll see you like hopefully I'll see you in the future or whatever and then I like took off and I like turned into like crazy different beat like I can't even like remember this is a long time ago right but yeah I like ran off and the story continued I went on more of a journey in that dream but like you were there you you were specifically there I don't know why you were there but you were there and I mean it makes sense now but <laughs> at the time it didn't so it's pretty magical. There's plenty more magical dreams where we've shared together and with other friends. Um, even like people were talking about like deceased. Like I don't have anyone super close to me that's died. But um, recently a friend had passed away. And um, like the day after I found out that he had passed away, um, I had a dream that he was on stage to a sold out like concert and he was like just shredding on the guitar and he was just belting and singing and he was a musician and I was just like my heart just like and all his friends were there and we were all there and we we're celebrating his life right and it was just like so so beautiful and just so like whoa like I feel so grateful to be receiving this from the guy that passed and I was just like Whoa. So I shared it with everybody, all his friends and family and stuff like that. Obviously I said, like, he's like, I don't know, like, it just felt so good. Like, even though he's no longer here, like his energy is, it's still there and it, he's having the time of his life and like, it's just crazy. So that was like super positive one of someone that had passed away. Anyways, I'm rambling on. I can keep going on about so many dreams but yeah <laughs> awesome all right thank you thank you Lacey. and uh yeah we'll obviously we'll save more for a little bit later so 
Awesome. And again, for those of you looking to connect with Lacey, um, the show notes for any of the creators will be in the info on YouTube. Um, I'm posting it in the comments, but it'll also be in the YouTube after the video. So refresh, um, but you can find Lacey at uh, paper Druid or the paper Druid on Instagram and paper Druid on TikTok. And, um, yeah, I think we're going to, we're going to pass it to Felicia next. And, and, and again, from there, I know Lily's still here. So if Lily wants to jump in and then from there, the discussion will just kind of no particular order. So we'll just be going back and forth. I know some of you probably like want to reply directly to some things that have already been said. <clears throat> again, I, I think, I think, um, one of the things that I was just going to say is that, uh, <clears throat> excuse me with, um, with, with dreams. One of the things that's incredibly fascinating is the idea that we do get to develop this relationship, uh, with entities, being spirit, soul, uh, beyond the physical, you know, like, like for some people, like they, they, they have this idea that, you know, if someone has died, that's it, you know, they're just, they're just dirt in the ground at that point. But then you get other people and they're just like, actually, you know what? Our relationship is still here. It's just different now. It's just transformed. And so like, what would happen if an entire civilization was built that way? You know, because that's the thing. When you start studying dreams, you cannot look at dreams without getting very close to the theme of death. And once you understand how closely related they are, it really opens up this bigger picture, right? And and I, I can only imagine maybe in other civilizations or parallel dimensions and stuff like that, that would actually be a thing where it's like, you know, they have much more in tune connection with those who are not physically here, but who are still here and they're still interfacing. And again, it's like when you die, you kind of go outside of this dimension, but you can still interact with this dimension and dreams is one of the places you can do it. So anyways, we'll, we'll pass it over to Felicia. And, and I, I, I saw Felicia kind of responding to what um, Lacey was saying. So Felicia, um, please feel free to, to share from your heart and anything, uh, briefly introduce yourself and anything you would like to share related to dreams when you're ready. So Felicia, when you're ready, go right ahead. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm been tearing up already connecting with all of that in uh, good ways, ways that uh, I'm, I'm grieving through, but uh, feeling lots of uh, beautiful feelings at the same time. Um, so it's just gonna make me kind of talk a little funny for a sec. <laughs> trying to trying to talk through the feelings. But um, luckily, I wrote some notes in advance. And it's kind of funny that I wrote notes of a lot of specific things I wanted to talk about and nearly everything's already been touched on um, already, which is cool, like in ways that I still want to like, uh, tell my like little tales or whatever. Um, uh, oh, I added something else here. That's right. Because of something Lacey was saying about uh, feeling like a particular presence in dreams and, and knowing it's a particular presence, whether you know, like the person's name or not, you know it's a particular presence and not that you can't not that they have a head without a face but you're just not aware of their face so you can't necessarily put it put a face to it whether you know it's that person or not and I've had a lot of times when that's happened and sometimes like recurring ones where I still don't know who it is maybe it's someone that I still haven't met yet and and that's why I don't even know who, but I know it's the same person every time it happens. It's a lot. It's a lot harder to describe to a lot of people in general. But I feel that that at least, like most people, will get the gist of it. Like listening, and at least the people in the broadcast right now, like on the Zoom chat. Um, and that's something that I could probably write, do a whole another speech about. And I'm gonna go like uh, cut off on that in a second and go into other things. But I just wanted to touch on that after she said it, 
because I just have had so many oh just incredible experiences with that and where I have so many theories about who that person might have been uh if I may have not met them yet um and I'm gonna jump right into that I'm kind of gonna go in reverse order from my original plan because of some stuff uh Lacey and others have touched on with time travel dreams I call them time travel dreams but where um it's uh for me especially the particular ones I want to mention are a mix of like traveling back in time but also where it only took place over like 15 minutes in this reality and like this uh you know 3d reality or whatever but where it actually took not even hours it felt like it was at least probably two days in this particular one um in regards to a loved one that passed away the one that a lot of y'all hear me talk about my friend um that went by doobie um kind of funny too his last name was dubin so you know ha ha joke but no really his you know it was based upon his last name too so that was kind of cool but it was a weird situation where I don't know, like, I know some people know of Doctor Who, like, I don't know, who, you know, pardon the pun, who will know about Doctor Who, but it helps me describe, what helps me describe this a lot is some mixture of Romeo and Juliet meets Doctor Who, where it was a situation where, like, when I first met this person, like, over 10 years ago or so or something, or no, I think it was almost exactly 10 years ago where um like I was I was romantic with them then um and but going back in time like fast forwarding to now even though the dream seemed to take place way back then when we first met it felt like I lost them back then even though it took place now well about a year you know a year and a half ago and it it happened two days after they passed and in a way that it I just knew without anyone saying it in particular that it was him like sending me that message of just remember the good times because a lot of the details I do remember really strongly were us like being exactly like and he looked more like he did back then um his slightly younger self in particular parts of the house where I remember us having interactions. And even since then in this reality, when I stand in those two most significant places, I have more like flashes of light that are definitely not from a light bulb, more like I see I see little things really quickly, like like the little visual clues of there being a presence there, lots of crazy happenings. Um, and it was just so beautiful how, because we had so a little bit of the glue in between the story and in between the two, two sections of time, there was a point where um, I thought they were not speaking to me. And I thought they like actually hated me for years and were pretending to not know me in public. And they were just like really out of it. And for, for those just coincidentally for those couple times and I thought that that they were just not speak like pretending to not know me and like mocking me or something and it turns out it was nothing like that it was this whole like big misunderstanding that I essentially found out 
um, too late. I even almost got a chance to say hi to them like the week before they passed. Um, but I thought the situation was something completely different. And I was slowly gradually finding out that it wasn't the whole time um, in both heartbreaking and healing ways, if that makes any sense. Um, a lot of speaking a lot about this is all really hard to put in into words, both like emotionally in this plane and also because of its the way it took place in that dream space. But it really was this and the whole time, except for one one brief second where I was standing by my television and saw him watching television in front of me where I went, we he's actually dead the whole time. I didn't even know that I was in a dream at all. It was so, so lucid and it felt exactly like it did 10 years ago. And it was just one of the most incredible experiences. Um, and another one, um, I can probably shorten this one a little bit because it, it also was not as long of a dream, but directly in sort of similar but different but relation to that person but that was one of my crazier dreams and not any of more my like I've had a lot of recurring dreams with patterns that I've already been able to kind of understand but I like to call it my golem dream not like oh, golem lord of the rings but like um and a lot of fantasy magic things they'll be like something made out of clay or whatever, and it can be either somebody random, or it could be a specific person in certain fantasy things. It's more, it's like the actual person and their spirit embodying it, or it's a version of them. But in this particular one, we got to make a golem, and we were all in this, uh, it's like something you'd see in India, where there'd be like a lot of pillows in the center, there's a canopy, and there's like sheer curtains around the edge. I don't really know how to describe the mechanism. But that's not as important. And we had him come back to life. Like we had a time allotment in this little space. Ooh, pardon me. Um, and he was able to come back to life temporarily. And it was one of the more, especially towards the end, one of the more vivid dreams I've ever had um, on par with my... I want to say, oh God, backflash, not, that's not the word. That's a fire, fire term. Um, when an explosion happens, it's like backshock or that's not the word. But when I've had a couple dreams that were on par with friends who have been present for major explosions of like bombs and it's, it was exactly how every detail happens and on par with the, the most realistic dream I've had. Um, and I've had animals slip away in my hands like their life but I've never had um I felt approximately humans presences passing but somehow I knew like that that's exactly what it feels like and I felt like when the time was up I felt his life like I was holding his hand and I felt it pass like that you know obviously that wasn't supposed you know his technical physical body in the, in the even in the dream like as the golem but I felt his life presence his life presence possessed the golem and I felt his life pass on and we even had to it was bizarre we had to like it turned into this white like very fragile like powdery clay thing we had to grind it back up as part of the like ritual it was just so bizarre but wonderful at the same time and I just like know that both those dreams 
were messages and I'm, I've had a couple others like that, but that are not like as worth getting into or else I'll be here forever. And I want to touch on like one or two things real quick before I pass this, pass the, uh, the talking stick, so to speak. Um, but that, those were both just, um, I'm kind of running out of words on that. So maybe that's a sign to, uh, jump to the other one or two things real quick. Um, that, um, two of my most, um, this is a total jump now, most common recurring dreams I've had are waking up and these are different versions of it. It's not always a car. Sometimes it's just like basically a rectangle and I'm flying on it and there's not even a steering wheel where I wake up in the passenger seat or the backseat of a vehicle and either the driver is there and then disappears or no one's there at all but the car's going like 90 miles an hour and I have to leap in the passenger seat and somehow drive it but then the brakes don't work and I have to manage it that way um that one see I I have I've pretty much unless anyone else um you know by the way you know has any uh input on that I pretty much kind of self uh broken apart uh pardon my words there my loss of words there um that that's probably happening a lot more when I feel like my life is is beyond my control things are going too overwhelming too fast and I'm trying either trying to leap in the driver's seat so to speak or that a sign that I need to um another one though that was one of my most recurring dreams when I was a child that I haven't had since but that I still can't figure out why and it like is so bizarre even especially as a child I'd have a lot of dreams where I was running and someone was chasing me and although those are common someone was not just trying to kill me but as I was running actively killing me but it wasn't scary it was a like in in like events like running and being killed is bad but it wasn't a nightmare and like the feelings I would get from it were like not unpleasant and it's so weird and I'd be I'd wake up just oh gosh so incredibly confused um I don't know like really how much more to further describe that I'm still trying to do research into that and not finding much that one's really weird I don't know if anyone you know will end up having anything to say about that but I wanted to share that one um and I think even though I had others I initially wanted to say because I just remembered one that I think I'm just called to speak of more that I think you all will appreciate especially as I'm sitting in I'm sitting in my childhood bedroom right now and I can even show you how like my well you can't really tell that that's a mirror so like that's part of my bed then that's a mirror and then it's like it has the center bit and then there's the other mirror um I stacks everywhere I've been cleaning my room pardon the mess but if as you can kind of see and you could if I do it this way you can kind of see how it's like a pointed roof and they're like that um and as a child I would wake up and I'd have like a combo like sleep paralysis meets the dream where I'd wake up and I'd have to check outside my door um, to make sure it was this reality because I'd keep waking up in a reality closer and closer to my actual reality um, that was more and more like this one. And it would feel as if like each mirror bit was going into another dimension that was like further and further from this one. And every time 
um, I was in this, like, finally got into that new reality, like, say I woke up in the, in the first one that was further and further away, I'd have trouble waking up similar to, I've seen a lot of people describe it with sleep paralysis, where you feel like you're going like this and you just can't open your eyes, but it feels like your eyes are doing this, but your eyes are closed and it's just such a bizarre sensation. And I'd keep doing that until I, every bit of the core of my soul was trying to wake myself up and I'd finally wake up and I wasn't even in this reality yet. I'd be like, come on, like, I got to go through another one of them mirrors again. Like, what's going on here? And I'd have to, like, walk out my door and look and be like, is this my house? Oh, nope, I got to go back to sleep and try to wake up again. Um, and I'd get closer and closer to this reality. Um, and also kind of similarly with I have a lot of still now, like, that pretty much stopped when I was a kid. But deep, deep dreams that feel like, other lifetimes like like I'm fully in another dimension in ways that like I can't quite describe but when often and this happens with other dreams too but especially those that feel like it's another world I'll wake up and I feel like I'm still in that dream and it's not just like oh you have a really pleasant dream or a really scary dream you feel it for a little bit like I feel like I am in multiple I mean we're all in many dimensions at once you know so to speak but I'll feel like I am in that dream and wherever that dream is and I'll feel like I am here at the same time and I'm trying to go about like making my coffee and I'm just like uh trying to do everything for a little while for sometimes even a couple hours depending on the extent of that um and I could go on for more things but I think I'm going to um oh one last thing I see at the bottom of it that I wanted to mention, especially with everybody having more and more lucid dreams lately, and also touching on how if you're able to take a break from cannabis, that that can help. Um, that even though, like, I'm um, I'm a cannabis patient and, like, I'm, like, even registered and everything, um, although I'm, you know, all for recreational and otherwise and so on, but that being not, not as much the point, but that um, as someone who can't necessarily afford to go off it for as long as would normally be required for such a dream increase I've still been having like that increase in lucid dreaming and dream recall and all of that that I normally would only get when I, when before when it wasn't as necessary of a medicine for me um when I would ha be able to take those breaks for dream recall and would need to take the break for it and I'm still getting like this crazy increase and I and I've seen like myself not be the only one with that case um and I feel very interesting and further proving uh more and more examples compiled together of how so many people are are waking up to all this more and more and activate it being more active in their dream space and so on and that and everything else put together is just uh so incredible and I think I'm gonna leave it at that and pass the uh Pass the talking stick. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Felicia, for sharing and, and wonderful job sharing as well. Uh, again, you know, just acknowledging the fact that you're getting better and better each time you do it. So thank you, Felicia, for sharing. So beautiful. Awesome. All right. We'll, uh, we'll keep going here. Again, you know, that's one of the 
one of the side effects with this broadcast is there's so many stories to, to, to share and suddenly you know we're almost two hours into the broadcast and we've barely gotten around the circle once and i still want to make time for just a little bit of popcorn style discussion and uh and then make sure that we're not you know turning this into a five-hour broadcast so uh we're gonna pass it to lily just give me a give me a thumbs up sorry just give me a thumbs up if you're ready to go and then from there we'll uh just kind of continue to flow into some additional discussion uh if you guys want to be able to think ahead of like any particular practical tips uh that would be useful for people tuning in even for those who may be getting brand new to the practice we can go over some of the basics um any additional theories mysteries that we want to explore and uh we'll keep that going and then we'll get close to wrapping it up i would say no more than an hour we'll we'll get this broadcast completed so lily when you're ready passing it over to you please feel free to briefly introduce yourself and any anything you would like to bring to the table and story oh lily let me just make sure your microphone's unmuted hold on okay i think you have to hit a button lily Lil, i'm not oh sorry lily uh now you can hear me sorry i had myself muted just make sure you're unmuted sorry that was my fault Okay. Oh, it's okay. Good can, to go can now. Can everybody hear me? Okay. Um, so just, I'll just give today, okay, I'm Lily, and uh, I have uh, had quite a spiritual life. And so if it's okay, I'm just going to bring it to the spirit since I'm working on my throat chakra just real quickly. Um, I'm just going to try to align it really quickly. If you'd like to accept and join in, please do. Um, if you're working on it too, or you just feel called, um, but I am going to <laughs> align my third chakra. Uh, or A. <laughs> A. So that everything I say may come from spirit. So many things moved me, resonated on so many levels. So it was like, stay grounded. Um, it was like words were just being telepathically transferred and spoken through other fractals of, of the bigger picture. And it was just beautiful. And fractaling off a little bit of what Lacey was saying, so mind-boggling there uh, when you talked about the dream uh eels okay i actually wrote down if she says sharks like okay i'm not gonna go through it okay i was like okay if she says sharks i'm gonna talk about it so i had a similar dream where i was i knew i was surrounded by like people in the like you know of the collect like oh awake Okay, there was people that were awake there. I was aware of that, and uh, we were on this like ship in it, and it and it was like a kind of an unusual like ship in the sense that like it just seemed too good to be true almost in a way in the beginning, and then um, as nightfall came, I was looking over, peering over. And uh, the light from the boat was reflected into the water. I was born a lucid dreamer, was reflected into the water, and I could see fins. And I sounded this alarm, and we were already facing icebergs. Like, I was like, is this Titanic? Am I dreaming of Titanic? Somehow I knew I knew people, but I didn't know them, know them. 
and but then there was a lot of chaos coming from people that um were just like frantic and like and like when i'm in a situation and i've been put in them i'm like this 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 now freak out later like i freak out after the fact so like similar in my dream of course i'm going to go into go mode so i like i locate the life rafts okay some people have already jumped over and i was like sharks though but like people are jumping over hanging on to icebergs and stuff i've got some lifeboats going in my dream got other people collectively i'm finding them feeling them out is really what's going on we're resonating we're getting more lifeboats out there we take it to shore um stay there for a while okay so i don't want to hog that but lacy thank you for sharing um the eel definitely um was vibrating in it and just swimming and swimming and swimming in like circles and like dancing and like like um just really like it was performing and like if part of me resonated with it and it was like this like whoa like i'm gonna have to look into this eel thing and then uh it was it was like these gigantic um almost extraterrestrial like um same iridescent as the eel i want to point out that the eel was not a regular eel in case i need to clarify anything it was not a regular eel this eel was like um maybe you said it though i don't know rainbow it, it was in the eel too not just the jellyfish and the jellyfish were like huge almost like extraterrestrial beings or something and every time that they like seemed to inhale, it was like you did too. And like the exhale float and it was just like this no fear. It was just like, okay, I'm gonna be a jellyfish. I don't know. Okay, and that's the end of that part. Um, whew. Lots of energy um, moving. Um, and I also wanna say that um, dreams, Okay, the brain is matter. Okay, and I'm doing this for myself because I'm working on third chakra, so I'm being mindful. I am not saying like this slowly, like intentionally for anyone other than myself. Okay. The mind is matter. The mind can only perceive so much of the external. We spend a majority of our life dreaming. I had read out the first recorded dream and what it was about. Not important. If you want to look it up though, I can cut that out of it. King Solomon's a hint. Okay. Also Joel 2.26 is a hint. Okay. Now. It's really hard to put in it's I'm going to put it into words. So the mind is matter can only comprehend so much when you're dreaming, which you spend half your life doing. That is when you are your, uh, let's say true self, your consciousness. So I experienced an NDE without going into too much detail. It was very much dreamlike. Um, I was consciousness and I feel like in our dreams, we are that fierce consciousness. In my personal life experiences, I have had to actually build this sort of palace, if you will, to protect myself from certain energies that I was sensitive in this world. So um, 
creating that sacred space has really, really helped me also in my dream work because it showed me that the, the shadows that may seem harder to fight here in the physical, when I'm out of physical and I'm more closer to home, all of my spiritual gifts, which we all have, and part of this is for me to help you find yours, for you to help me find mine, okay? Everybody has them, and that's a huge part of the pie here. And I just say I wanted to be in my heart space. So here I am. Um, so spiritual gifts, is, that's where you can learn some of your spiritual gifts. So some of the 3D, okay, um, looking around 3D, really not going to see necessarily, like you might see numbers repeating, lights flickering, um, things of that nature, but really not going to have the same all senses alive running um, as you do in the astral realm, if you will, in the dream well, in the dream well, I'm sorry, I just naturally call it the dream well. Um, <laughs> um, I can never begin to speak of some, all of my dreams. Um, I try to write them down and it's, it is something that I do, but it's definitely a discipline. And I also have them saved from ever since I was 11 years old. When I was 11 years old and I was journaling some of my dreams, people really started pointing out how I see your dreams different and a way for me to channel that um, feeling ostracized or um, like I didn't fit in was to write my dreams down in a journal. So I no longer shared them with anyone. So share your dreams. Um, signs you are spiritually gifted um, in the dreaming department. Um, extremely vivid dreams. Um, many times premonitional dreams. Uh, going back a little bit in history, um, okay, I'm a historian buff. I'll just create it on my YouTube channel. I'll create a video at Inner Flame 1111. Um, I'm gonna create a video and you're welcome to join or not, take it, partake or not, but it's not for right now. Um, if you're never feeling fully rested after sleep, um, Pay attention. Pay attention to um, that. If you're, if you're, um, I don't really have a reference on uh, relating to um, not knowing how to lose a dream or astral project. Astral project saved my inner child so many times that I, I can't count. So you never feel fully rested. You've been told you're an old soul and you feel it. Feeling or even seeing colors associated with people or objects. I'm speaking of auras, orbs, bias, extraterrestrials. Um, I have a friend of mine that when him and I get together, we're, we're trying to figure it out together. We call, we summon the same UFO whenever we're together. And we're like, what's the link? What's the link? Yeah, we had a, like a boss and then like, I was the manager situation thing. So we had like a 3D like relationship, friend. But 
then we had this also this connection and um we could summon um <laughs> every time and it was it is when we get together very powerful and i'm really sad because i was supposed to go visiting in colorado guys and i missed that okay um you very you were very able to sense energy shifts and this is even in the dream space i'm talking about if you're a real lucid dreamer okay you don't have the theme music like you do in a movie right you don't unless you create it i mean sometimes i like to do the jaws theme song or here i go again a white snake it's really whatever you want to do it's really personalized to you so like have fun in it but but be prepared in the dream space because just like Lacey was saying, sometimes we guide it and then sometimes, I don't remember how she worded it, but we're shown things, okay? So the ones that were just kind of like swept away are always to, um, in my experience, and I, and I think this resonates with Lacey, it is to communicate with higher beings um, when you're pulled away. It is to, you are called to do like future work now um, that will help in the future. Um, activated avatar self with the wings, absolutely. I not too long ago, Lacey requested that somebody please join me in an epic battle in the dream space and suit up and your avatar and let's fly, okay? I put that intention out there and I wasn't kidding because I had this dream four times in a row and all my premonition dreams have always been three, three, not four, three, sorry. Okay. The thing with numbers. Um, and that's just what I was born with. So I didn't like, I'm quirky, I guess. Um, and then just for further validation, um, most recent, um, dream staying in the present or I guess it would be last night. Last night I dreamed of a snail shell. Today on my walk, I found, and I passed this spot, calling magical if you want, cause that's weird. Um, this spot many times and I kept being called to, it's where I keep my aloe plants, right? And I found this snail shell, which represents so much to me. And if you want to Google it, that's really cool. I realize that this snail shell may, may not mean what to you what it means to me, but um, I don't know if anybody else resonates with the fact that forget the snail shell. It could be anything. You dream of it. You're on a walk. You sense it. It's like an imprint. You sense it. Well, is anybody? You sense it, and you're like, okay, there's something in this area I'm supposed to find. There's something in this area I'm supposed to find, and then you find what you dreamed for anybody um we're like feathers i'm sure there's lots out there anything is possible in your dreams we've been told that for such a long time and then we're told to be individual individual individuals no uh, in my experience um, my sisters and i have always been able my biological sisters i'm adopted and i have two not biological adopted sisters, my, my two biological sisters that I was fortunate enough to get adopted with, they and I always have met up in dreams. 
And then uh, also my best friend, uh, since I was five years old, we started doing it around the age of 11, uh, meeting up in dreams. So then I knew it was possible at the age of 11 to have that happen. And the more engaged I become in the collective consciousness, the more further my intentions go and the, the greater of a light worker I can be there too, because as above, so below. Keep the roots below and the branches above. I love you and can't wait to see you grow. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you, Lily. Wonderful job. Thank you so Thank much you. for sharing from your heart. <laughs> Beautifully done. Awesome. All right. Okay, team, so we've officially gone around the circle once, and uh, thank you again, everyone, for sharing, and and I just want to be able to take a moment here. I mean, again, you know, like, when we do these podcasts, like, we just kind of create the space, and whoever shows up, shows up, and I just want to be able to take a moment here to be able to just, like, recognize the fact that, like, again, you know, you probably saw a video I made about this a little while ago, just kind of really honoring the fact that, like, it's, like, the feminine, the divine feminine, the spiritual aspect of that energy, the women who are, like, leading the way in the shift, and I just... You know pointing out the obvious here i just want to say thank you like thank you to the women like thank you to the wisdom holders for bringing forth this knowledge to be able to share it i mean i'll do my best to be able to help you know facilitate hold space support and everything like that but i think it's no coincidence that even here we are having this discussion and no doubt there's people of all genders tuned in but just i think it's i think it's awesome like that's why i'm saying it i think it's really really cool uh to be able to have this space with such ripe wisdom and and for it to be really anchored and 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 being you know with the women leading the charge as well so what we're going to do here, we're going to go into uh, a little bit more um, discussion and <clears throat> I kind of want to be able to just kind of like, I know a lot of you probably have a lot of things that you want to say. So we're going to open up some uh, just kind of the pass the talk to the ground. Um, I did want to be able to just um, give uh, Lacey a chance to be able to go back to that story that we mentioned before um, about if, if you want to share something like that UFO story. It's uh Again, just a fascinating example of, of what's possible within the dream space. Um, and then from there, we'll just kind of keep going around. And if anybody else has any additional other stories or any just kind of, you know, just exploring some of the big questions and everything like that, uh, please feel free. But again, you know, I think for one of the things that really makes my mind just kind of expand a little bit, I try to imagine, again, you know, either an ancient culture or future culture that is like more spiritually advanced or more spiritually in tune and what was their relationship like with the dream space you know like opposed to just being this thing that just happens what if it was actually like an equally real part of their existence an equally real part of, the, of their of their soul's journey um these type of ideas these type of just thinking about that you know like what would if we're sitting here talking about this what will it look like in five years what will it look like from 10 years and once you can start to kind of like sit with that idea allow that vision to kind of be like anchored in within your heart to give us something to move forward towards because i literally think that again you know the the evolution of our consciousness is happening right here right now within the discussions and a big part of that is within the dream space and um, another part of that is again kind of like this idea of uh, starting to to make quote unquote contact uh, with uh, you know intelligence intelligences and entities that uh, exist beyond or outside of, of our known uh, dimension and you know you 
if you want, you can check out the past podcast we did all about uh, UFOs and the shift in consciousness. And we were talking about like summoning UFOs and, you know, extra proto dimensional beings and everything like that. Um, but again, you know, even within the dream space, we're having these experiences, these encounters, and, and a lot of them, you know, they may be brand new, but they can also be deeply rooted uh, within our souls, within our soul's story. And, and again, you know, I like to think that many of us are even though we're, we're in a process of learning a lot, it's also this process of remembering. And perhaps each of us have already lived, you know, like in other dimensions, in civilizations where dreams have kind of been a much more prominent part of this reality. <clears throat> and here we are kind of returning back to that knowledge. And, and again, within the dream space, we have the chance to be able to experience things that may feel like otherworldly, but we're actually like anchoring in some some very real uh realities and and i think being able to share those stories is incredibly important so i'm going to pass it over to lacy and and again um lacy if you want to i don't know if it's i mean you've got like an entire textbook of ufo dreams like my goodness where do we start um but maybe do you want to talk about the void hawk like let me let me know what you want to talk about um related to ufo dreams because i mean i think that would be a really cool example so whatever you feel called to share lacy Sure. Oh, it's so hard because like we're having all these conversations and I'm like, oh, yes, I want to add um, some of my own like ideas onto things that other people are saying. Um, but yeah, I have lots of um, UFO dreams that I could talk about. Um, the Void Hawk is definitely a pretty epic one. Um yeah okay so yeah like all my thoughts Jeez, it's like where do we start <laughs> where do i start okay well um i just yeah i just gotta say um i just appreciate everyone for coming like here to share their dreams and stuff and their ideas on everything it's just awesome and i'm really enjoying listening so i'll say that first um so yeah um dreams and like i'm before i get into the whole ufo thing like you were saying about the future like oh maybe there's like you know these like future civilizations that are like you know have technology and they're used you know, i think that like you know as um a species we actually have like amnesia so there's like we're really actually quite ancient and uh this is actually um from the past and the future but definitely from the past um because as you know i've dreamt of atlantis i've dreamt of like my like ancient civilizations that actively dreamt and obviously there were some people in those civilizations that were maybe a little bit more advanced in dream time um but in you know in tribal communities and stuff dreamers were looked at as like the seer you know, someone that is able to navigate the other realms, whether that be the underworld or, you know, higher dimensional spaces as well. So I just wanted to add that, that like, I think that anybody is capable, especially now, like nowadays, like we all have this ability. It's just how we, yeah, how we really set our intentions and how we're, yeah, I, I, I truly believe everyone is gifted to be able to navigate um these other realms so i'll go into the some ufo um dream time i've seen ufos real in like this reality as well but they've been way more vivid in dream time so um void hawk 
this is what it's called. Um, that's the name of it. It's my ship. I guess you could say. It's <laughs> so weird to say that, but whatever. Um, so there's a type of ship. It's a living ship. They're called Void Hawks. And they're from like another dimensional space. Uh, so I had a dream that I was in my room. I was a young girl. And um, I saw a light outside my window. This was the first one of many. I have many dreams with the Void Hawk. Um, but in this dream, I, I was in my bed and I saw this light and it was a very bright light from outside my window. So I got up and went to the window and it like moved really, really fast past the window. And then I heard footsteps like down my hallway. And so I ran to my bed and I hid under my blankets because I was like, what is that? What's coming? You know, and I was frightened. Um, and then I heard talking outside, um, two people came in they looked like they were human they um they yeah they looked just like us they were very tall um a woman and a man and they took me and they took me uh onto their ship whatever i was abducted i guess you could say in this dream and then they it was like a quick process um they like just examined me but it wasn't like invasive and it wasn't scary and then they like brought me back to my bed but they started having a conversation outside the room and they were talking about and this is the first time that I had heard oh sorry <laughs> my phone. the first time that I'd heard um uh the word void hawk they specifically said void hawk um they said that the ship um was protecting me or something like that i don't even know like they were talking about it in relation to me the dream did go on um talking about like infiltration of like a species on planet earth that was like governing uh like it got pretty like conspiracy theory weirdly enough because i don't necessarily believe in any of that but it was in the dream about like reptilian like type of aliens so anyways, that's the first time I'd heard of the Void Hawk, but I didn't actually um, get inside of the ship and navigate the ship until um, probably sometime later where I actually was on like another planet. Someone was narrating. There was this, this uh, great wise man sitting on top of a temple. He's sitting in a throne. He was like a shaman or some type of like medicine man. And he was reading the story of my life on this other planet um, and my void hawk. I, uh, you pilot it through like almost like telekinesis. I don't know, like you sync up with it. It like chooses you, this ship chooses you and you're like, you become one. And uh, yeah, that's all I can explain it is like you're one with the ship. So it's a living ship, it has consciousness and uh, so I've had many dreams where I'm in, I just had a dream last night that I was in my Void Hawk and <laughs> saving people. I don't know, <laughs> but it was really, really awesome. And it's like this crazy connection with this, like, and I specifically set intentions. I was like, I, I think I told you, I was like, I want Yeah, you did. See. You mentioned that. You're like, I want to find my Void Hawk. And it found me. And like, it was so crazy. I like, I was inside of it and it's quite small. It's not as big as you might think it is. It's like, it's big enough to fit me. And it looks like and a... yeah, it looks like a manta, manta ray or like 
kind of like but a little thicker in the middle and like a whale like brownish spotted whale it's really trippy and it's got like almost it looks like gills on the side of it and um yeah and you tap into it and it's like this like energetic like knowing like it doesn't have a voice but like I named her in everything <laughs> it's a female <laughs> it's so weird I'm saying this out loud but it's a female and uh I named her so yeah and uh yeah and that dream was just it was a quick one it wasn't like too crazy but like I was able to like uh use my mind to pilot her and she flew really really fast and I got on top of her and she like was able to like fly and we like saved these people that were like their ship was like crashing and we're off world I don't know where we were but that is one type of ship that I've been in I've been in multiple different types of uh ET ships I've been in mother ships I've been in um light ships um even like those like triangular ones they're different they're all different types there's there's tons like the ones that turn on the side like yeah those are cool. <laughs> so there's a lot. Um, shit. Like I'm trying to think of the two like really powerful ones that I had. Um, like the one with Valerie, obviously, I feel like that was the first time I'd ever been in a light ship. Like, uh, like this, like a light ship. <laughs> 64 star tetrahedron. Yeah. A little light ship there. Um, and that one was a lucid dream where I found myself in the woods, a woman approached me. Um, she looked real to me. Like, I was like, who are, like, who is this woman? Uh, she said that I needed to go with her and she had this, uh, it looked kind of like a kidney bean and it was metallic and it like moved. Oh, I can't even, and it defied gravity and it's, and it spinned really fast and it was just hovering above the ground. <laughs> And she told me to touch the one side and she touched the other side and both of us linked up and like this vortex of energy like spun around us. Like, whoa, like iridescent, like fractaling energy and it created this ship and we lifted off the ground and you could see 360, like you could see below, you could see everywhere around you, like you weren't, it was just made of energy. And then, um, yeah, and then she like, you know, we took the ship and she was telling me all this stuff about like the past and like, like our, like our destiny for the future, the human race and like epic shit, like, excuse my language, but like, <laughs> like really like potent stuff. I was like, whoa, this is a lot of information. I need to write this down when I wake up. Um, Cause you know, I knew this, I was dreaming. Um, so yeah, but specifically at the end, she took me to an ice wall. So she took me to the edge of the planet or the edge of the earth. And there was an ice wall that went like as far as the eye could see. And we landed the light ship on top of this ice wall and we stood there and she said, I don't have much time. And she pulled up this like interface, like on her arm, like, and like all these maps, like, I can't even explain the type of detail. Like I did write it down, but like 
all this information and she said I have something to tell you like this is really important I need to tell you and I said okay like I'm listening right and she was just saying like not everything is what it seems time is not linear and she said that specifically time is not linear and I was like all right and she's like do you have anything to ask me and like and I'm like I could ask this like time traveling wizard woman anything and I asked her what her name was <laughs> so I need to know what your name is and I feel stupid now that I asked her that but it's kind of cool that she gave me her name and she said her name was Valerie and um yeah and I just like I don't know who she was or like if she was a part of my 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 conscious my own conscious but to me she felt foreign to me she had blonde hair up in a ponytail she was older she was in her late 30s um she had blue eyes um like I remember the her body build like it was crazy like she was someone and she had all this stuff that she wanted to give me to share with you guys so here I am sharing um but specifically she said time is not linear and like that like you could tell that like the space that we were in was an illusion so like you know we are really are multi-dimensional beings like we are capable of moving outside of this this vessel um and yeah just like learning so much about ourselves like consciousness and like the future and the past like it's all linked together right like it's all linked together so it's pretty cool and Lily I think was saying like like dreams are a way for us like a gift to like to know ourselves more I think she said it like our spirituality and totally like I've had a dream where if say you want to know more about your purpose here on planet earth you can definitely utilize dreams to do that um set those intentions really really um like you said, Brendan, like wake up with that intention of dreaming from the moment you wake up. I do that every day. Uh, I feel like I'm dreaming when I'm awake though. So like, it's like a constant, just like cycle of like <laughs> dreaming and adventures. But um, I had one dream where I was at a ceremony with an elder, um, an old, like an older Native American man and everyone was around like a river and this is just tying into what I just said. And everyone was by a river. And he, uh, we had baskets in our hands. And we were like, you know, pulling water out of the river. And he said, you're like, what you're here to do is like in the river, like follow the river, like the river runs through you. And he was just saying these things that were like, whoa, whoa, okay, realization, realization. And then he came over and he said to me, you're a weaver. He specifically said those words, weaver. And then I just like, when I woke from it, I was like, oh, like a dream weaver. Like I, I'm bringing all these different parts of, you know, information like this, you know, this grid of information, this internet, and I'm downloading and I'm receiving and I'm sharing. So that's a gift that was given to me. And if like you feel maybe you're lost right now and you don't know what your purpose is dreams are so so good for that to just kind of almost even maybe just reaffirm like say yes like you're on the right path like yes this is where you're meant to be 
and like there's just so much healing that can be done and as fun as the multi-dimensional stuff is too um every dream has purpose and meaning and i think to even the little stuff you should write down and like appreciate what comes through so as as fantastical as that is uh all of them mean something so don't be afraid to share them and yeah (laughs) i could go on forever obviously but that's just why um yeah yeah if anyone wants to talk about dreams i am so open anytime to shoot me a message i love listening and just digging deeper and helping people just become better dreamers so <laughs> awesome that's it <laughs> i don't know what else to have thank you lacy and and yeah for those interested stay tuned i'm uh helping lacy set up her own like podcast and patreon in the future so if you want to talk about want to hear lacy talk about dreams on hours or something like that stay tuned i don't know maybe we'll see we're figuring out um one thing i did just want to mention real quick lacy because you were talking about the void hawk and just be able to create a little bit more context be able to like blow your gut as if your minds weren't already blown uh, enough and, and i just want to be able to do this real quick and then um who am i passing it to next whoever quickly puts their hand up claire pass it to claire and then we'll pass to someone after that okay okay so the void hawk thing okay so you guys were here and so it's basically this idea of like this ship that has like an intelligence it's it's like a conscious being and it interfaces with people um now i'm just kind of sharing the like kind of something uh that lacy has already talked about but just to be able to add more texture to the picture um and lacy correct me if I'm, i'm wrong here but like you had that first initial dream of the void hawk at the time you had never google searched that word you did not know that 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 was even a thing but if you google search that word the term void hawk actually shows up as like a, an, a, a literally what she's explaining in some sort of like sci-fi i don't even know what it is i think it's like some i think it's a book series i don't know but like there's a wikipedia for it or something like that lacy have you seen the pictures of the void hawk online though no i haven't seen the pictures but when i, I want to up- show you a picture you want to show me yeah one? i'm gonna show you a sure. picture and i want and i want you to like see the picture I and i want you to be someone... like that's it that's what i saw okay hold on i know that um because when i looked it up i was like this is the weirdest combination of words and i wasn't sure like if maybe other people would say that it's part of like a certain alien you know like civilization or something because i do dream of like e- different types of ETs without actually knowing the type of species they are. Like, I don't know, actually, I have to Google and hope that someone, someone either dreamt it or, you know what I mean, or had contact with these things because I I don't have a whole lot of, they don't tell me, but specifically that someone, like I heard the person outside my door say void hawk and I woke up, wrote it down right away googled it but it came up like the sci-fi thing and I was like okay like is this like like now I'm wondering who this guy is like where did he find this out because I'm dreaming of his shit and I've never read his books never like honest to god swear my life never read his books so like i'm like so, what therefore Show- we can only rightfully assume that both of you have tapped into something that actually maybe he's dreamt it too that's I what I'm I should contact him. Honestly, I should contact right? him. Yeah, you because... should be like, where did you hear about this idea? And they're like, oh, this isn't just a thing for a novel. This is actually something that's real. This is actually something that exists. And that's what it's leaning towards. Like two separate yeah. people are kind of connecting into 
and, and that's the thing, you know, dreams can kind of do that. But Lacey, can I show you the picture um, of sure. what the Void Hawk yeah. looks like? Okay, I'm gonna. I'm so excited. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it up to um to the camera, and then I'll show you. I just want to be able to see uh, Lacey's reaction when I do this, because I don't think she's seen this. <laughs> okay, um, can you? See? Whoa! That's it, right? It does look like a manta ray. It's got the back part too. Mine wasn't blue, but right. yeah, the shape is totally that. Yeah, absolutely. So but mine wasn't blue. There. Yeah, mine I, I was guess like the color brown. is irrelevant, but yeah well maybe they're all different, different colors. colors yeah because yeah. they're individual species like animals almost yeah 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 they're animals they totally are and you can go inside of them cool <laughs> so there you go <laughs> <laughs> okay that's so sweet my phone's almost dead so. okay well Lacey, you can you can come inside when like if i were to like wave my hand you could almost see it it's like literally right there but anyways okay okay, okay. all right Lacey, thank you for sharing and um yeah we'll we'll talk more about stuff later so for anybody who's interested be sure to follow Lacey on her platforms okay thank you Lacey. bye okay okay all right so uh with that said uh again without dawdling i'm gonna pass it right over to claire and thank thank you again everyone so much for your patience again i especially those of you who have like talked like you know way at the beginning and now you've been waiting again to be able to share i uh, really appreciate everybody just again not not only practicing talking but also practicing listening claire i'll pass it over to you and when you're ready go right ahead and jump in with any thoughts or anything else yeah so i just wanted to add something really quickly i do have to go i have to drive home very soon but um i i found it really interesting that we just started talking about ufos in the context of dreams because Last night, I had my first dream that involved a UFO, at least that I can remember. Um, and I don't know how familiar you guys are with the Hunger Games series, <laughs> but pretty much how this dream took place, it was like the Hunger Games part two. Um, so the dream started at the end and pretty much how she gets out of the simulation is she shoots the bow, the arrow into the sky and like the matrix of the dome sort of like breaks down. Um, and a ship comes and takes her away. And in the dream, I was Katniss, like I was playing her role. And um, I had a few other people who had survived with me and I was just walking around like this forest and just calling out, seeing if anyone else was alive and no one else was alive, but I had this small group. And um, yeah, I like broke down this, this simulation, this matrix and a ship came down and beamed me up. And it was just like, it was a big round dark ship and it was huge and um the whole bottom part of the ship opened up almost like a garage door and me and these people were beamed up into it and it was just this huge space and we were just floating like zero gravity in this ship and so i think this conversation's just like came at the, the right time um because now i'm definitely gonna <laughs> explore that more because after hearing what Lacey was sharing, like, wow, that's, that's, yeah, I've never even, like, considered ships to have any significance in my dream world, but, um, I don't know, this, this conversation is just such a synchronicity right now, um, but yeah, that's, that's all I really wanted to share, um, I do have to go, but thank you all for holding space for me and for each other, um, this was so eye-opening for me, and, I'm excited to have more of these conversations in the future. So thank you. And I hope you guys all have a good day, good night, wherever you are in the earth plane. Um, I'm sending you all lots of love. 
Awesome. Thank you, Claire, so much for, for being here. And if you want to just uh, invite people real quick to be able to connect with you on your social media platforms, uh, go ahead. Um, yeah, so I am uh, on TikTok, 5D Starseed, and then same handle over on my Instagram as well. Awesome. Yeah, and I'll make sure to connect with you all there. Wonderful, wonderful. And and again, you know, I think, like you said, like this is just kind of, this conversation is is a stepping stone and who knows, who knows what will happen in the next month now that we've talked about this, we've planted seeds and might start yeah. r flying spaceships together within our dreams. Who knows, <laughs> who knows, so. Yeah, yeah. This is awesome. Wow. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you again, Claire. Okay. And Bye, we'll everyone. talk soon. Bye. Awesome. All right. Okay. So with that said, um, who wanted to go next? Give me uh, Rachel. Yeah. And then did who did Danny want to go next after that? Okay. So, or, or Danny or Carly. Okay. So we've only got a few people left in the chat, which is not a bad thing because we're going to get close to wrapping this up soon. Um, Rachel, when you're ready, we'll pass it over to you. Go ahead, Rachel. Yeah, um, so I had one other story I wanted to share, which was going off of um, when you first um, were talking and asking Lacey to share some, like the connection that, that you guys had in your dreams. Um, and then I remembered that, gosh, there's so many things to share. It's hard to keep track of which stories we want to present to each other in this space. And I mean, it's all in divine timing, whatever comes up, comes up. So I just, um, was reminded that I had wanted to share um, that I think it was probably two or three weeks ago. Um, so it was really fascinating because this is again another like first and like only time that this has happened. Um, but I like three nights in a row was up until like the very wee hours of the morning talking on video chat with Chris and he was up to like 5 a.m. East Coast time. It was only like 2 a.m. for me. So I was like, not too bad, like I'm cool. Um, and it was like three nights in a row. And like, I think it was the second night that we did this where we were up like all night long talking. I went to sleep and he was still talking to me in my dreams. And I don't remember anything that he said in the dream, but I just remembered that like, the conversation didn't end. We just kept talking. Um, and it was just really powerful and magical. And I actually told him about it. And I feel like he was a little like jealous or like sad that he didn't also see me in his dream. But I think a lot of it did have to do with like the time difference and the fact that it was like 5 a.m. for him and probably was like so tired that like having that dream space or dream recall was like more challenging because I feel like um, timing matters when we sleep and um, Carly probably knows this too from like the the internal organs the clock of the organs like you you, you do need to kind of uh, balance your body with um, your internal clock and following the cycles of the body and and sleep is very important from like 10 p.m you want to be asleep by 10 p.m and sleep until like 7 a.m six or seven a.m. depending on the season too that that will change depending on the season um and obviously more sleep in the winter less sleep in the summer but like timing really does matter in terms of like how you and your body and your consciousness respond to sleep so just another bit of advice for anyone who is also struggling with um just dream recall or having lucid dreams going to bed earlier can definitely help with that. Um, I've found anyway, at least in my personal experience, the, the later I stay up, the more tired I am when I go to bed. 
um, it's almost certain that I'm less likely to remember my dreams when I wake up in the morning. And I think that's why for me, marijuana has a big impact on that because it makes me so tired. Um, and so then I'm just tired when I wake up in the morning and I don't remember anything. Um, so, and then also that was sharing that dream experience, which was so powerful because it was literally like, did I even go to sleep? It was one of those moments where I was like, did I actually go to sleep or were we still talking all night? I don't know. Um, but, and then, um, just real quickly, I also wanted to mention not to like completely add a whole nother element to this, um, at the end here, but, um, daydreaming was always a huge thing for me as a kid. And like, actively flexing your imagination in your waking hours can also help bring about more of that imaginative space in your sleep space. So like I was constantly like my dad used to, this is like a little childhood thing where I would be lost in space, literally. And my dad would walk around the house going like boop, boop, boop searching for Rachel, contacting Rachel. And I'd just be like, like, they'd be talking to me and I'd be like, what? Like just completely gone and then have to bring myself back to the present moment, which is why like I find now as I work on presence and grounding and being very much in my root chakra, I do find it more challenging to connect to that space. But I realized that that's really important for me because I did spend such a long time disconnected with this physical reality that my whole childhood was very much this very active dreaming throughout the day and night like it was almost a continuous like um flexing of my imagination and my creative spaces and always wanting to write um stories and just always having all these ideas about potentials and different um and when i say like imagination i feel like our imagination is key to connecting with, again, like those higher dimensions and higher realities um, and just other times and spaces. And like, even if you feel like, like sometimes you're like, oh, I'm just making shit up. Excuse my language, sorry. <laughs> I'm just making things up. But like, sometimes you're not though. And like, who's to really say if you're making everything up or not, or if stuff is downloading to you, coming to you. And so I just wanted to mention the importance of like your waking hours too. And Brendan kind of touched on that too, like having the intention for your dreams in the morning when you wake up, like already setting yourself up for the dreams the next night. Um, and yeah, just kind of like, we are all dreamers and just remember that this is all a dream, is it not? So um, just being mindful of how we are in our day-to-day -day activities and letting your mind wander. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I think it's pretty magical when your mind can just wander and be free, kind of like the, are you guiding or are you being guided? Um, so allow your mind to open up to all the possibilities and let source guide you where it will. Um, and don't try to like pull yourself so deeply back into the present when you have the ability to detach and go somewhere else, even during the day when you're awake. So, um, but yeah, thank you again for um, holding this space, Brendan, and allowing us all to have this conversation tonight. Um, it's been wonderful. I love you all. And I love hearing everyone's stories and dreams. And I can't wait to connect with Lacey further to talk about dreams because it's so magical and um, probably going to try and find and join that Facebook group too. But yeah, thank you so much. And um, I love you guys. And um, yeah. <laughs> 
Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel, for, for sharing your stories and your excitement. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep rolling through um, with, the, with the broadcast. And as you can see, Lacey is now teleported next to me. Where'd she come? Like she flew here on a UFO or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> So anyways, um, uh, like I said, I just want to be able to give people a chance to be able to add any additional thoughts. We've got Danny and we've got Carly still here. Um, if you guys do want to be able to mix in some practical tips and we also have Felicia, um, some practical tips and suggestions uh, for, again, keeping in mind that there are going to be people here who are brand new to the spiritual journey. Uh, please feel free to give them any advice that you might give a younger version of yourself if you want to approach it from that manner. And uh, with that said, am I passing it to Danny or am I passing it to Carly? If, if you guys, I, you're both so polite. It's uh, okay. I'll pass it. I'll pass it to Carly, and then we'll pass it to Danny. So, Carly, when you're ready, go right ahead. Um, yeah, I wanted to say that um, a couple things I've noticed recently that have changed in regards to like my dreams and my practices is that I'm meditating a lot more. Um, been meditating daily for like 30 days at least now which is like the most I've consistently meditated in my whole life um and sometimes even like twice a day like once in the morning and then once either like in the evening like five or like eight o'clock um and also just like doing a lot of like journaling too um and I feel like that's really upped my progress in dreaming like within the past week I've had dreams where I smelled and tasted things which I don't think I've ever done before so like I've had dreams about food but not like actually feeling like I've tasted something or actually feeling like I've smelled something so I feel like I've created like some type of pathway into like further exploring senses in my dreams and another just thing I would say um, for people that are trying to get more into it is like definitely set intentions during the day like that you really want to do something in your sleep or you really want to like have a dream about something because you can really make those things happen by setting those intentions and um, definitely if you don't already um, definitely dedicate like a dream journal and write down any key things that you remember even if it doesn't like seem significant at the time just like those couple keywords or free writing whatever you think that you can remember will definitely help and it's really cool to like look back on and like see like different elements that like have come up throughout time that are like similar or even the same and like tracking those patterns is really cool so um, and I want to say thank you for everybody that shared and participated today. Um, this is definitely like a topic that I love and like I could just go on and on about it. And yeah, I'm just really passionate about this topic and I'd love to like connect with everybody more about it. And yeah, just thank you, Brendan, for um, putting this together and letting us all join and share all this knowledge and practice thank you awesome thank you thank you as well carly and and absolutely you know like it's it's kind of interesting because like i i i feel it's actually a, a really interesting thing when you start 
associating our interests and dreams almost like a hobby you know it's just like oh i need a new hobby it's like well what if your hobby was actually dream practice right and knowing that that's like something that could literally expand your consciousness uh as well so again you know just by people listening to this broadcast by listening to stories it just kind of gives you some interesting ideas of what's possible so you know if you're just like yo i want to i want to i want to i want a void hawk where's my void hawk right you know like you you don't know really what's out there and that's kind of the thing with the with the mystery of dreams is is that it's in a lot of ways it can actually be very discouraging because for some people there isn't a certainty you know it's not like oh if you do xyz you will get an immediate result you know like it's always going to be relative to you it's going to be relative to kind of like your soul blueprint or some sort of like higher conscious curation that's actually happening um but again i think it's something where just going into the tips of dreams and everything like that is that dreams will will um will respond to your humility in, in, in a lot of ways. So when you kind of like show up for the work and you really kind of integrate that in, into, into, you know, the relationship that you're building with dreams, it's almost as if like, there's, again, there's like, there's like some sort of like teacher that's paying attention and they're just like, Oh, the student is learning. Okay. Let's now let's deliver them let's give them something else so again you know for a lot of people you might think like oh well i've never had much relationship with my dreams uh don't let that discourage you from from you know the possibility that there could be endless treasures just around the corner but again the only way for you to be able to to get there is to walk the path yourself and to be able to develop that consistency and and again as you do that it's literally again opening up into 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 it's it's bringing more of this into the consciousness of the collective as well so um we'll pass it over uh to danny we'll go to danny next and then uh, felicia if you want to jump in and after that we'll do that and then um after that we'll just kind of move into the closing meditation we'll wrap it up so danny when you are ready go right ahead um well, this is kind of like a change of subject. First of all, Rachel, I completely relate to what you say about like daydreaming a lot as a kid. My dad would always be like, Earth to Danny, Earth to Danny. And so uh, I definitely feel that. And as a kid, I was very, you know, more in touch with it. I did lose it over time. But there was one dream I had where I actually like predicted essentially what happened the next day and I didn't realize it. I had to tell my friends that I was transferring schools. And then one of the kids there actually, uh, said to me that they were also probably going to transfer and then lo and behold the next day that's exactly what happened so it's interesting because when from a young age we're kind of told like oh dreams is just something like it's just your imagination when you're asleep and you're kind of uh told to dismiss it in a lot of ways but then at, at the same time there's a lot of really unexplainable not just feelings or just intuitions that it's more than that but in a way like evidence or like coincidences that are too crazy to just be coincidences. Um, the craziest example I have is my mom one night had a dream. I can't even remember exactly what it was, but she was like pregnant with an alien baby and had to give birth to it. And she was like running away from something. And she told my dad about this dream and she was like, it was so weird and so bizarre. And then my grandma who was staying in the house at the, at that period in time, um, was telling my mom about this book that she had read and it was about a woman who was pregnant with an alien baby. So it's like, you know, even if it's just her subconsciously picking up on what um, was being read, there's information that's given to us in dreams where regardless of like what your personal perspective is on it, like there's something real there 
it's not just like a place where our imagination goes. And I've also realized since um, diving into spirituality more, I'm taking an online intuitive healing class. I've realized that imagination is the key to spirit a lot of the time. Like for me, that's how I've learned how to connect to spirit is through my imagination and by allowing myself to receive messages and just picking up on what comes in. And I feel like dreams are a place where we can very easily do that. So I think it's, it is like awesome to keep a dream journal because you can actually pick up on messages that have been given to you that you don't even realize were necessarily given. If you write it off as just like just a dream, then you're going to likely miss out on a lot of opportunities to better understand yourself or the nature of reality as you see it personally. Um, so yeah, that's mostly what I have to say on that. <laughs> that's awesome. And Danny, I, again, just kind of getting close to the end of the broadcast. Um, any other just kind of, I mean, you, you did kind of share some suggestions and insight there. Any other practical tips, like things that have helped with you? You're mentioning um, even just kind of over the last couple of months, how it's kind of changed. What's kind of been working for you, if you want to share? Um, you know, primarily it has just been keeping a dream journal and writing it down every night that I remember my dreams. Since doing that, I, cause I started off by only remembering like, oh, like I remember there was a color purple or there was this person, or I'll remember like just one frame of the dream. And just by writing down the little tidbits that I do remember over time, I started to become, um, remember my dreams more and more. And then eventually get to the place where I really felt present in my dream rather than just kind of like remembering faint uh, points of it. So the more that I have um, written down my dreams and recorded them, the more that I have been able to actually, you know, have some level of awareness in them. Whereas I hadn't had that kind of awareness since I was a kid, since I was in middle school, probably. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Again, you know, the, the dream journal, as simple as it sounds, is a cornerstone, is, is a fundamental pillar to being able to develop the dream practice. And for those of you who maybe knew, you might just be thinking, well, why? You know, if anything, think of like the dream recall as like a muscle and, and it's something that you build. So that's where, again, you know, you, you get into the idea of, oh, wait, I woke up, but I don't remember anything. But if you can kind of create the space to really just kind of like sit there and really just kind of like create that opportunity in the morning where you don't get up too fast, like this is, again, integrated relative um, to the dream journal where you really want to be able to to get good at waking up. You know, like, for example, like, don't just wake up and go to the bathroom right away, because literally, like, when you first wake up, the connection between yourself and the dream space is very fragile. It's very delicate. It's like kind of like this, this cord. And if you get up too fast, it kind of pulls the cord out, you know, it kind of like disconnects the signal. Um, so that's why when you wake up first thing in the morning, you know, even before you, you roll over and start journaling, even just take like a moment, just kind of lying in bed and just respect, like retrospectively thinking back on what you do remember. And then as you kind of remember one thing, it leads into another thing, it leads into another thing. And again, this is a practice. It, it may feel like it's like, you know, just swinging and missing the entire time when you start off, but you have to start somewhere. And even if you're just waking up and even if you're not remembering details, even if you're just remembering feelings or you're remembering colors or you're remembering places, this grows and grows and grows and it builds and builds and builds. And again, you know, like the dreams will continue to become more detailed uh, as you're becoming like more capable of being able to receive and interpret them. So again, it's kind of like 
showing up not only as as just a, a recorder of your dreams, but also, again, kind of like an archivist um, for potential dreams that have yet to come so that when those big dreams do come, you can be like, ooh, like, okay, like, I'm okay, like, I just unlocked the secrets of the universe, I got to figure this out and, you know, bring it to the table. Um, Lacey, just, I mean, obviously, any any thoughts just kind of uh, related to dream journals or any other practical tips you just want to be able to share? Just yell into the microphone. Where am I yelling? Right here. You're good. Just here? Oh, okay. Sure. Um, yeah, I think everybody here is definitely like got it figured out. Um, dream journaling is one of the best ways to help build um, your recall and help with like, yeah, making it more vivid as well as looking back, tracking. Um, you know, if you're going to want to make this a practice, definitely become a dream keeper. Um, you're doing this for yourself, but also for other people. So um, that would be, and then, yeah, that's a good suggestion. When I come to my recall, like when I'm, because uh, sometimes you can dream a lot. So like, it's like a whole night's worth of like, maybe like, I don't know, you went on a crazy big adventure. I always start from the last thing I remember and I work my way back. And that's how I usually do it. So it's like backwards. It's never from the beginning. I'm sure other people, see it that way as well um, and I find that I'm able to recall more and more it's, it's crazy how far back you're like how much did I dream what um, what else do I do uh, clean space is really important feng shui is a big thing for me I'm very like OCD so I like things in particular areas um, if you want to do sometimes I'll do like ceremony before bed so I like burn something that smells really nice to me. Um, just clear the space. Yeah. Those are some good tips, I guess. Yeah, those I don't are know. some good tips. Um, even one thing, and, and we'll pass it. Um, Felicia, you, you wanted to go next? Yeah, okay. Um, even, even the idea, again, like kind of like with the dream journaling, one of the things that's interesting um, this is weird. I'm like talking to you. I'm looking at the screen, even though you're right here. <laughs> so, um, co-captain chair. Um, but anyways, I, w what I was thinking is that one of the things that's valuable with the dreams is that you'll actually begin to recognize recurring symbols. So again, you know, like with your dreams, the, the universe is communicating to you through the language of symbols and mm. the universe has like a specific language for you like the symbols from one person's dream to a next is going to be a little bit different and so there's going to be certain symbols that might show up more regularly um, based on your personal experience so you know for example it could be like oh I always have dreams where I'm back at my elementary school for, for some reason right and then for some people it can be like that that in itself can actually be a trigger for lucidity because you, you start writing it down you start identifying it you start bringing conscious awareness to it and then next time you go into the dream you're just like oh wait okay I'm at my elementary school I know this is a dream I know this is a symbol I know this is a recurring element and again it kind of sparks lucidity so again the purpose of the dream journal isn't just to be able to wake up and be able to remember your dreams but it's also to be able to recognize the patterns which in themselves um, can become incorporated into your conscious awareness which in turn can turn into lucidity um, Lacey any any thoughts on kind of like recurring symbols or anything like that uh, yeah um, I'm really big on like the symbolic nature of dreams um, and yeah i would say like definitely like they can be different for people but i also think that there's like this almost primordial like uh understanding yeah. that makes sense so there's archetypes that kind of overlap um that everyone dreams of um it's how we're, we're we're all so linked together in that way um so you can pay attention to stories like that um i usually study i study a lot of ancient 
um, yeah, like symbolism and uh, archetype stuff. And that can actually really help you identify stuff in dream time if you're interested in those kind of subjects. But uh, yeah, <laughs> mm. I had something else I wanted to add there and I don't remember now. Uh, about dream recall, dream symbols. Yeah. Um, something related to that, specific dream symbols, um, dream symbols that help spark lucidity. Yeah, I mean, lucidity. What helps, yeah, what helps with lucidity for you? That is really good. For me, lucidity and the whole like maybe there's triggers. And um, so, yeah, for me specifically, when I become lucid, it usually has to do with I'm out of place. So I'm in an environment that is like... Um, foreign to me but people are telling me that it's like it is something else the same thing goes for my character someone is questioning who i am as a person um doesn't necessarily mean that's always going to happen in a dream but sometimes people will say oh you did this i'm like what like i would not do that like wait a second like maybe in a dream like that would happen and then i'm lucid i'm like oh okay it is a dream because they said i like murdered someone i'm like that doesn't make sense <laughs> right so it's like character like you know who you are and yeah those are big ones for me water is a big trigger um i don't know why that is but anytime i'm like near a body of water and i mean water is a really amazing uh symbol to dream of um there's a lot of healing that can happen in, in water and stuff like that but i could go on and on but there's a lot <laughs> Cool. Okay, so uh, we'll, we'll pass the talking stick there and, and any other additional tips and tricks that anybody might have uh, as we get ready to conclude the broadcast, we can bring those to the surface. Um, other things, I'll just mention real quick in terms of, again, just kind of obvious things. So again, you know, for those of you just getting started, Dream Journal, as we already mentioned, meditation, incredibly important because that's going to help not only just kind of like relaxing before going to bed, uh, it's also something that can actually be useful within the process of lucidity. This is an interesting idea. Have you ever tried meditating when you become lucid in a dream? You know, like that, that like kind of like takes it to another level. There's literally kind of like dimensions within dimensions. Um, usually when people go lucid in a dream, it can be very exciting and sometimes a little bit overwhelming in terms of the senses being able to just kind of acknowledge it and then be able to be like, okay, now's the time for me to just bring awareness to my breath, slow down, and that can kind of help you ride that lucidity without kind of like awakening your body. Um, it can also be useful, again, even when you start getting into the idea of like astral projection, when you're kind of getting into that place where your body's falling asleep, but your mind is still awake. Um, and then again, kind of similar sense, similar thing, the sensations can feel a little bit overwhelming, um, but being able to calmly relax yourself through intentional breathing um, can allow you to kind of move into that next stage of astral projection. I haven't really specifically talked about that too much during this broadcast. We'll probably have to save it for another time. Uh, other things, again, uh, refraining from smoking cannabis will help with recall, paying attention to diet, um, paying attention to what you eat later in the evening, um, things like that. Fasting in itself can also help. Um, also things even just like the more so for males um, but also for females in their own way like having a healthy balance with your sexual energy um, that's a big thing that a lot of the mystics literally talk about where they're like if you want to 
fully awakened within the dream space within the dream space you have to kind of like cultivate that energy uh, opposed to just kind of spilling your cup mindlessly because that energy literally kind of like moves through the vital body and also again kind of like moves into the cranium it moves into the brain the energy like from our root from our from our uh for the males from the testes and for the females from the ovaries it literally moves up uh into our cranium and uh so that's a thing to keep in mind for a lot of people they don't they they've never been taught that they don't really correlate but cultivation of sexual energy does help you get better at developing your dream practice and can even promote uh can even bring about more vivid dreams and can also be helpful for uh, astral projection as well um other things again as Lacey mentioned you know cleaning your space cleaning your room setting intentions before bed really approaching the dream space as like a psychedelic ceremony uh setting intention um and you know you can get into additional things like listening to listening to music listening to binaural beats um being able to like meditate before bed uh this this may seem obvious um take your phone and like don't have it right next to you when you're asleep that way because like if you wake up in the middle of the night and you check your phone that's going to like screw your brain up and it's basically just going to like flush out any dream memory that might have been in there so basically like the only thing that should be near you should be your dream journal with a pen and paper um, take the phone and put it onto airplane mode and maybe put it on the other side of the room to prevent you from instantly just kind of getting into that habit of checking your phone first thing in the morning uh, meditating upon waking up in the morning and then of course you can get into all sorts of details related to uh, additional um, uh, reality checks during the day um, you can do like jump tests to be able to check if there's gravity you can flick light switches you can try reading things um, play with your hands like again like because the density is different you can try stretching your finger you might find your finger will stretch um, any other reality checks or anything related to um... No, I think those are like some really good ones. I usually like look at myself in the mirror, um, stuff like that, just trippy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and again, you guys can kind of find, like you can customize your reality checks. It could be even literally, um, what, what you're trying to do with the reality checks is you're trying to create a habit within your waking state that will carry over into the dream state. Um, so that could literally even be something as simple as setting an alarm on your clock. And every time that alarm goes off at the hour, you question, am I dreaming mm. right now? I have something to add to that. That's okay. I don't yep. mean to oh, no, no, no. Go for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. With that, I know as you track your sleep schedule, um, I mean, everyone's sleep schedule is different, but um, you can find out when you're in, because we go through different uh, yeah, the REM. states of REM. And I find when you're in your deepest REM, if you actually wake yourself up in that state, um, so I know when I'm in my deep REM, it's usually around five in the morning. If I accidentally wake up at that time or I actually set intention to wake up just for like, if it's even just for a couple of minutes, um, I find that I'm able to like recall way, way better or also re-enter dreams or practice lucidity a little bit better. So um, that's just something that's worked for me. Some people can't go back to sleep once they wake up, but um, yeah, so I set an alarm. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, because it can be hard once it's like, say you get up at 9 or 10, and it's like that REM has been a while ago. I don't know, because there's cycles of it, so yeah 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 and, and even if you do kind of like wake up even at an odd hour even you know maybe like you could even just set your alarm to just like a couple hours before you actually wake up what you can actually do is just kind of like get up 
Um, again, maybe avoid looking at your phone, but even just doing some yoga, doing some stretches, drinking some water, um, literally just like meditating. And then from there, like, yeah, like kind of like softly uh, going back to sleep. There's a lot of other things that you can kind of do. Um, uh, simple tech mantras, like the yeah. Gnostic community, they talk about different mantras that can activate that astral body and mm -hmm. help with astral projection and just dreaming in general. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more advanced, I think, but yeah. my advice is practice, practice, practice. Don't stop practicing and be really gentle with yourself if you don't feel like you're getting anywhere because you are doing the work, even if it doesn't seem like you are, so. <laughs> yeah, and that's I think that's one of the most important things with the dream practice is not only being gentle, but again, just having the consistency and the other big tip, and I'll say this and I'll pass it to Felicia, is the, the most, one of the most important things to have to support you on your dream practice is community. Finding other people that you can talk to, finding other people that you can talk to about your dreams that are on the shared path of accountability. And that's exactly why we do this podcast, you know, because again, this isn't just like, oh, this is just talking about stuff that's fun. It absolutely is. But this is literally us being able to create a space where we're going to help hold each other accountable because this is something that's incredibly important and something that is literally making a difference uh, in the collective shift in consciousness right now. And again, also something that I think, as crazy as it sounds, is getting us ready for a future that is still ahead of us. You know, like so we're we're going to look back on where we are right now. We're going to be like, oh, like whoa, like I now I understand like why we were having these discussions because uh, again, I think the dream space is going to continue to increase uh, in, in importance and value, and and I think that mystery is still unfolding and and that's one of the most beautiful things about the dream space is allow the mystery to to continue to be something that will you know like bring you back to it because there is always more to learn there is always something more to be able to receive from the dream space we'll uh we'll pass over to felicia and again on the other you guys you guys are vibing with that rachel's getting excited here i can tell so, <laughs> all right uh felicia if you're ready we'll pass it over to you and again um and i'll give you guys a chance of one more last pass around for hurrah and uh and then we'll get into a short little closing meditation at the dream tree felicia when you're ready go right ahead okay so before i get into the initial things i was gonna say it's kind of funny at the tail end and i was thinking about it just as brendan was saying um when your body's falling asleep and your mind's still awake and i my body was starting to fall asleep as my mind was still listening to everything everyone was saying and i'm like can you wait a minute i would like to finish the broadcast before i sleep <laughs> so wouldn't be surprised if i start dreaming about the broadcast wouldn't be the first time um anyway um so before any of my like tips and comments on other tips like people have mentioned when lacy mentioned i think meant uh, I think it was her, or maybe it was you or someone else. Somebody mentioned something about water and water in the dreams. Um, and oh my goodness, um, it made me think of, and I almost, there was one dream I have recurring all the time. I almost wasn't going to mention, but now I might want to mention it because maybe like one of you or someone else will have something to say in regards to it. And um, I uh, I have this, it's usually a mixture of like, falling and then flying again but has to do with like being underwater where there's usually like a large body of water and I'm falling from somewhere high above and then plummeting into the water but plummeting really really deep and it's usually really deep and really dark and I can't see like I can still see light coming through the surface but it's really murky and I can't see like anything and it feels like 
it's not just the visual thing like I feel that too but then I'll end up like bursting back out of the water and then like somehow flying up and then like and I really physically feel the fall and that like that really deep that deep feeling when it's I don't know you're being dropped from 300 feet you're skydiving like something like that um and it's just so like I don't know I don't know how to describe it but like not just bizarre I mean like dreams overall are bizarre um that one I've had like not just the most recurring but the most steadily recurring dream of mine besides maybe probably on par with the car dream and the no driver thing but I have a lot less answers for this one and I feel like I have some ideas and some theories but um I definitely feel I need to look into it more and um I believe it was Lacey speaking about it just called me to uh, touch on that real quick and try to describe it um like I'm not really sure where I'm going specifically with that but I wanted to mention it before I um just do the last little bits um I definitely noticed when I haven't like slept enough the day before or I'm just overall super tired like just kind of confirming a couple of the other things people mentioned that I won't be able to dream as much but if I'm either had been resting well or like um the whole like waking up in the middle of the night and just kind of stretching and so on and going back to sleep and and not always doing that on purpose I'd like to try to do it more on purpose more often but um doing it kind of on accident and seeing that seeing that take effect um and also and it's uh funny too and I'm glad that uh you guys were mentioning about doing like ceremony and ritual before bed and doing meditation because I put I put that on where is it on my goal I was working with um Kristen and some others on like our weekly goals and I put and I haven't been doing it and that reminds me that I need to like might even put a little like in the evening alarm that kind of just reminds me until I get the habit or a little I don't know like a post-it by my bed to just do even if it's five minutes just a little bit of meditation before I fall asleep obviously it's not going to always work if I I'm so tired that I just fall asleep where I'm sitting um, but even then, when I wake up from that, I can meditate for a bit before I go back to sleep. And I was putting that on my, like, not just for this week, but on every day for this week so I can get into the habit of trying to meditate even, like, five minutes before bed. And, like, definitely for dream recall, too, but it wasn't even initially as much for dream, like, dream, dream recall and, like, lucid dreaming, but as a bonus, because just to get, I have... I sleep, I don't have trouble necessarily sleeping, but I have trouble sleeping like restfully um, and trying to do it just to help that. And then also as a bonus, finding out how much it can help my exploration in the dream world. Um, oh, cherries. I knew there was going to be something else I wanted to say. Um, I see that reminds me, I need to eat some cherries before I go to sleep tonight. I have a whole uh, like fridge with a bunches of them in there. Um, 
I've heard from a lot of people and I found it seems to help myself, although I don't haven't really tried to study how much it could possibly impede dreams, but I know it helps with like trying to have good restful sleep is eating cherries before bed. Um, that's another odd one, but I think I will leave it with that. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to leave it with that. Um, that's that. <laughs> that's that. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Felicia. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. All right. Thank you again, everyone, so much for being a part of the broadcast tonight. I know it's been a bit of a marathon. This usually happens with these, with the specifically with the dream class. I guess <laughs> just like, and it's a five-hour broadcast. Um, Rachel, let me just uh, take a moment here, just be able to pass over to you. Danny already headed out, so thank you again to Danny. Thank you again to Carly, who also left. And uh, Rachel, any just kind of like closing thoughts, and then we'll just go into our closing meditation. So go ahead, Rachel. Um, my only closing thought is that it's wonderful to have a conversation like this. This is my first time participating in any kind of dream discussion like this. And I've found that as people have been talking, like weird, random little memories of little bits of dreams have been coming to me, listening to other people talk about their stories and their dream experiences. So I just think it's really cool to have this space and to have those moments of like, oh, wait, I had a dream that was about about something similar but like very different or like just like even just like random stuff that's not even relevant to what's being said but just like something about like the conversation is like sparking these things in my brain that are like oh yeah and then there was that dream and like oh and that happened and like oh did that happen too like wait a second so yeah it's just cool to have this conversation and to have those little moments of like aha i can recall that dream that was totally lost to like whatever like subconscious moments that like i thought was lost forever but now suddenly i've had like this random because i struggle with um the discipline of actually like writing things down regularly even though i used to write all the time um so i'm just recently getting back into that um but yeah so it's interesting to have those little thoughts just pop up and be like wait a second like Felicia talking about the falling from a high place and jumping into or falling into the water reminded me of a very specific dream where I wasn't myself I was someone else but uh, it was me but it wasn't me um so it was almost one of those like potentially past life related dreams where I fell from a very high place into water exactly as Felicia was describing um so yeah just like weird little things like that that have been coming up during the conversation and like as far as like very specific details that's still kind of like who knows but just like more like general things or like even just random little tidbits but um yeah thank you again and yeah um i love you all so much and yeah <laughs> have a good night everyone <laughs> awesome thank you thank you rachel Beautiful. All right. Okay. So with that said, um, just kind of some uh, closing closing notes uh, before we go into our little bit of our meditation, which is going to be a visualization meditation of going to our dream tree. So again, the, the intention for this meditation is to be able to imagine ourselves going to the shared location, which we can return to within our dreams. Before we do that, I just want to be able to invite people to be able to connect further with the community. And one of the things that's really cool about what we do is we have our private team chat. That's a Discord server. That's the name of the app. And within the Discord server, we also have the uh, space, the channel for people to use it as a dream log for people to be able to talk further about their dream practices. So um, that's specifically for leading members. So if you guys are looking to be able 
people to be in that space of accountability and supportive community definitely be sure to check out the patreon so you can learn more about joining as a leading member which is again our 11 month $11 a month monthly membership which is like super super like incredibly valuable because think of it as like an investment in yourself and how would it feel to be able to have that supportive community being able to just be there alongside your journey as you continue to learn more each day so be sure to connect to the team chat you can at least scope it out even with you're not a leading member just by being able to connect to the link info is in the YouTube below and uh, thank you again everyone so much for being here obviously with so much that we've talked about we've I feel like we're still only just scratching the surface or if anything, you know, it's just like the more we talk, the more there's more to talk about. It's like, oh, that gives me another idea. Like this, oh, I haven't told them about that other alien dream. So um, yeah, we'll definitely, again, we, we do the stream class. We usually do it maybe like every like, every like almost two months, give or take. It depends on the, whatever the schedule is at uh, with everything else. But again, the, the podcasts that we do here are every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the, uh, the discussion topic is released on Monday and you can find that through the team chat ahead of time so uh in terms of next monday's pod or next uh thursday's podcast i haven't fully decided but stay tuned for that and uh, no doubt it will be another exciting one so um yeah thank you again everyone so much for being here and uh let's get ready to move into our brief closing meditation uh before i do that lacy any uh just thoughts of or closing words of gratitude or any message for the other dreamers out there go ahead lacy <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, taking like if you're new to this and you're here, this is like a really awesome first step. And thanks for being here. Um, yeah, I just love hearing everybody talk about what they're doing, their adventures. And yeah, cool. Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So wonderful. And, and again, uh, be sure to connect with the the featured um, creators on this podcast by checking the YouTube info and you can find the links for them there. Uh, if you're watching this live, just give me a minute after the broadcast and I'll put the info in there so you can refresh and uh, be sure to connect there and maybe even feel free to comment or send them a DM and be like, hey, I watch you on the podcast and you know, go from there. So beautiful. All right, okay, so let's get into our little closing meditation. So just taking a moment here, inviting everybody to get nice and comfortable. This will this will be short, maybe like less than less than ten minutes because I know we're 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 pretty tired. We're getting ready for sleep. Hooray! Awesome. But please feel free to kind of um, one of the ideas with this meditation is you can actually kind of like use this med meditation as a story, um, and you can actually use this story as something to even like practice imagining before going to sleep at night, which is something that that I work on doing. So again. The visualization here, I'll just tell you first before we go into it. So the dream tree or the life tree, this is a tree uh, that we go to within uh, various forms of the narrative of our community. Um, in particular, every Friday when we do our team meditation in the morning, we actually go to the same tree. And for those of you who are tuned in right now or in the future, be sure to tune in for our team meditations. And again, the Friday version uh, is a special version that we go to the life tree and that's at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday. But Monday to Thursday, uh, myself and other leading members lead meditations. You can find links to that through the team chat. So make sure you're connected there. So this is about basically visualizing and imagining yourself arriving kind of like a distance away from the dream tree and then imagining ourselves kind of like floating to it. And then basically at the dream tree, it's this beautiful iridescent tree that has like this aura and this energy to it. Imagine it as being like as magical as you can make it. Flex your imagination. Go back to that idea of daydreaming where you're really kind of like making this into something magical. And then you're going to see other fellow shifters, light guardians around the tree. You're going to kind of hang out with them for a bit. You're going to create this relationship between yourself and the tree. You're going to hug it. 
um, tree hugs. And then from there, we'll just kind of like sit down at the tree and then we'll return back to our physical body. So again, we're kind of like anchoring into this space. And, and there literally have been people in the community that have um, arrived at this place. And Lacey, you've you've had that like you've you've arrived at the dream tree in your dreams and stuff like that right mm -hmm. yeah. yeah 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 so so if Lacey can do it then anyone can do it so yeah, there we go we can we can do it so again this is do practice setting that intention mm -hmm. and again you know this is about really being able to to access the the power of the technology of our body the technology of our soul that allows us to be able to do this so this is this is leading edge consciousness shifting stuff so thank you everyone for taking part with that said, when you're ready, gently find a place where you can allow yourself to sit, relax. And when you're ready, gently close your eyes and begin connecting with your breath. Soft, gentle inhales through the nose or the mouth. And soft, gentle exhales. And as you listen to my voice, just take a moment here as you continue to relax, to just straighten your posture, open up your chest, relax your face, finding that space of stillness to the best of your ability. Continuing to breathe here, we're gently just going to visualize, we're going to calibrate our body first. This is something that we usually do at the beginning of our meditation very swiftly, just by visualizing a white light or a warm light at the center of your chest. And just imagine this light moving through your body and wherever it moves to, it just allows those parts of the body to relax as you bring intention and consciousness to them. So visualizing this golden, warm light, white light, whatever color, moving through your chest, down through your arms, all the way to your fingers, allowing those parts of the body to relax. Feeling this light moving down through your torso, through your ribs, down past your hips, down through your legs, all the way past your knees, right down to your toes, allowing those parts of the body to relax, continuing to breathe. Feeling this energy moving up through the spine, all the way up through the back of the neck, through the face, right to the top of the head, allowing those parts of the body to relax. Continuing to breathe here, nice and gently. Beautiful. From here, we'll begin imagining ourselves a bit of a distance away from the dream tree. And you can imagine this tree off in the distance, it's, floated, it's on a hill. And you're right now a little bit away from it. And what we are going to do is we're going to imagine ourselves arriving in the grass. So even just take a moment here to imagine the texture of the grass on your feet, feeling a moment of just allowing yourself to connect with the space. You can feel the air. And as you look up into the sky around you, you can even imagine the sky as almost being like a nebula. You can see like the solar system around you. And so in this moment, allowing ourselves to focus our consciousness almost as like a point within our body, be it your chest or be it your third eye. And from here, gently imagine yourself slowly floating, lifting up, releasing any sort of idea of gravity and just kind of like lifting up, oriented from that single point, be it from your chest or be it from your third eye. 
And from here, gently, as if you are in a dream right now, imagining yourself floating towards this dream tree, willing yourself in that direction, feeling what this feels like to slowly and gently be moving through the air. And as you approach the dream tree, you can see it has an aura to it. It has this beautiful iridescent glow, this crystalline structure. It just looks incredibly magical. And this tree connects with the roots of this dimension and beyond. It connects with the heart of Gaia, it connects to the heavens above. And in this moment, you can even allow yourself to imagine this tree serving like a beacon and like a portal, sending out a signal to be able to call forth the other dreamers. And another thing we do is we sometimes imagine like the paradigm shift sigil floating above the tree. And the sigil for that, if you're, if you're not familiar with it, just imagine it as like a star or a beacon. And it's just kind of like this like energy floating above the tree that sends out this beacon. And so as you float towards this tree, you begin to see the other people who are there and take a moment to just be able to acknowledge any familiar faces and slowly imagine yourself arriving and bring your feet down to the grass in front of the tree. And as you're in this space, imagining this scene, imagining it like a, like a story, you can visualize all of these people gathered here in ceremony and community and celebration. You see people dancing, you see people working on art, you see people giving massages, doing tarot, you see people hugging, you see people even like doing like martial arts or avatar elemental bending, anything that you feel, imagining people even drumming. It's basically like a little festival that's always happening here. Just super beautiful, beautiful vibes, beautiful people. This tree calls us in to be able to celebrate our love. And so now imagine yourself walking up to the trunk of the tree and allow yourself to look up from underneath and you see its branches. And as you walk towards the tree, pay attention as you lift your hand up and gently touch the tree and pay attention to the exact moment you touch the tree and visualize and feel within your heart the details of the texture of the tree with as, as much detail as possible. Can you feel the bark? And as you do this, you begin to connect with the energy of the tree. And so what we're going to do now, we're just going to spend a few moments literally just being here with the tree, crystallizing it with your love, crystallizing it with your focus, developing this relationship, which will help anchor an emotional, an emotional relationship between yourself and the tree, which will help bring you back to it within your dream space, within even just your meditations and your imagination. So imagine yourself wrapping your arms around the tree and as you hold the tree in your arms, begin to synchronize your breath with the breath of the tree. So notice right now your breath begins to just kind of slow a little bit and it's just a little bit deeper. What does the tree breathe like? Feel that within your heart. And so you can feel this like love kind of arriving within your heart. You can feel this energy moving up through the tree and moving through you and through the branches. And just allow yourself to speak with the tree and allow the tree to speak to you. Allow yourself to just open your heart to this moment. 
and you can pour your love into it, crystallize it with your attention. So speak to the tree in this moment and allow the tree to speak to you. What do you have to say to it? And what, if anything, might it have to say to you in this moment? Breathe here for the next little bit. I'll stop talking and just allow yourself to be in this space as you connect with this tree, as you create this emotional relationship, as you feel this love, as you feel this magic. Go ahead. Continue here, breathe for a few more moments. Any other words you want to say to the tree, go ahead, speak them in this moment. A message that will be sent to the tree, but also anybody else, anybody else who arrives at this tree, they will hear this message within their heart. Beautiful. Gently imagine yourself now turning, releasing the hug, but allowing yourself to align your spine with the tree. And in this moment, gently sitting down in lotus position at the base of the tree. So now your spine is aligned with its trunk and you feel its roots as your roots. You feel its branches as your branches. You understand deeply in this moment that literally you are an extension of the tree. You are like its child. You are like its seed. And so the magic of the tree is already within you. And as you sit underneath the tree, take a look up, imagine with as much detail, see this like beautiful crystalline structure. And even in this moment, you can even imagine there might be some like additional proto-dimensional beings who are here in benevolent energy floating around so you can even imagine like little orbs kind of floating around other entities that are kind of joining us in this celebration of anchoring into this story and collectively awakening the magic of our hearts and so while you're here as we get ready to move to the conclusion of this meditation take another look around as you see these familiar faces and if you feel called, you can even imagine, even though we're going to return and sit back down to the tree in the moment, but if you feel called, you can imagine yourself standing up and maybe walking over and giving a hug to some of the people that you see here at the tree, other members who are part of this team, other people who have been in this broadcast. Even if you feel free, feel free to walk up and maybe you see me there. And if you want to give me a hug, you're more than welcome. And I tell you how proud I am of you and how grateful I am for you to be here. And so take a moment here to really just feel this, feel this within your heart, feel this sacred space, feel this magic, feel this love. Allow it to be something that will continue to stay with you beyond this meditation. And from here, setting the intention that maybe the next time you go to sleep, you'll just run through this story again within your mind. You'll visualize it and you'll help create the pathways to return to it.
because this tree, this space is very real. It is very real. It is not just something we're just imagining. It is something we are connecting to. And so when you're already thanking people or saying hello to them, bring yourself back down to sitting underneath the tree with your spine up against it. Straighten up your spine physically right now. Open up your chest, relax your face. And we're just gonna take a few more breaths here as you feel the, the strength of the tree up your own spine. You feel its love, you feel its wisdom, you feel any messages it may whisper to your heart. And you say thank you to it. Beautiful. Continuing to gently breathe here, taking another picture in your mind, saving this as a place that you can return to at your will, setting that intention to arrive to it within the dream space as you wish. And while you are here, allowing yourself to know that there is a part of you that will continue to exist here, that will continue to be here as much as you will, as much as you wish, and you simply have to return to this space, this feeling, and it will guide you back here. And as we conclude this meditation, gently beginning to bring awareness back to our physical body, bring a little smile to your face, put your hands on your chest if you wish, holding gratitude in your hearts. And when you are ready, continuing to hold this image in your mind of you sitting with this tree, slowly we will begin to bring awareness back to our physical body, holding this gratitude, holding this magic, bringing with us the wisdom of the tree. And when you are ready, slowly begin to bring awareness back to your physical body as you wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers, and gently open your eyes and return your awareness to the space around you. Beautiful. Wonderful job, everyone. Go ahead and gently bring yourself back to this moment. And for those of you in the YouTube chat and for anybody else, please feel free, leave your comments. How was that for you? Anything that came through? Any message from the tree? Any message that you had to share with the tree? Feel free to leave those in the chat and uh, we'll just softly conclude the, uh, the broadcast here in the next couple moments. Um, Rachel, Felicia, I can pass it over to you guys if you guys just want to share uh, real quick uh, how that was for you. Uh, if you have any thoughts or feedback on what that experience was like, any particular visuals or anything else you would like to share, feelings. Uh, Rachel, I'll pass it over to you. When you're ready, Rachel, go ahead. How was that? Rachel, Rachel's a big fan of, tre of trees, so yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking that, um, I love that you mentioned, um, you said the word seed at one point in there, and I was like, that's like my meditation this morning about transforming from our seed self into our um, more grown self. And I actually struggled with wanting to do more of like a growing into the life tree, but I, then I wanted to leave it open for people to connect with whatever plant they felt called to connect to. So, um, yeah, that was a really powerful connection with the life tree this time around. I always feel, um, so powerfully connected to everyone when we go there, but, um, tonight, especially, um, especially when you mentioned just, um, the activities 
that would be happening around the tree at all times and it just brought things so much more to life this time where I just just felt so at home and so warm and um I just felt like this like nomadic connection with everyone to be like oh we've all just like sojourned or like journeyed to this place to share our gifts with each other and um yeah just feeling so connected and um the message I got from the tree there was a quite a few um just like nothing super cohesive in terms of like a sentence or a thought but um the big one was um remember who you are um and divine and beautiful and um just lots of feelings I, I do tend to connect more with the feelings than the words sometimes. So it was definitely just a feeling of calm and peace and connection. And um, I actually was completely disconnected from my body this time around. So that was really special. I, I had to stretch a lot actually after coming out of that one because I felt like I was kind of numb, like my whole, especially my legs, but like it was all very numb and uh, yeah, very grounding very rooted. Um, thank you for leading us to that space. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. And um, just taking a moment here, I'll pass it to Felicia in a second. Uh, just, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, acknowledging some of the comments in the YouTube chat. Uh, that's, uh, it, it's really beautiful to see the comments in the YouTube chat. There's multiple people who are saying like, yeah, you know, like I was crying. I, that, that, was, that was so beautiful. I was crying. Like literally I wasn't I, I didn't even ask anyone yet. And there were multiple people that are just like, yeah, I was crying, I was crying and stuff like that. But again, you know, like I think we cry, for me at least, being the Cancerian baby that I am or whatever, crap magic. Um, <laughs> I, I cry when things are true, um, which is an interesting thing, you know? Cause I think when there's something like really, like really resonates with our heart that rings true to who we are or that feels so familiar, it actually brings up tears, which I think is really interesting. Um, Felicia, I'll, I'll pass over to you and then we'll pass over to Lacey and then we'll, we'll finish off this uh, broadcast. Uh, Felicia, any, any thoughts that you'd like to share? Go ahead. Yeah, I am um, a lot, almost all of what Rachel said too, because it, I felt far more, what's the word, but like just there and present there, but not present here and barely felt my body like I felt it a little bit, but only because I have like spinal issues that like always kind of permeate it to some level. But that was like more, I was more present with you know, at the dream tree than I, I think possibly that I've ever been, but at least, you know, top, top one to three times or something and everything, the, my visuals and my imagination or in there my visuals within my current awareness that's better um my visuals within my current awareness were so much more vivid than before um the bark's usually pretty clear but even that was more clear the leaves specifically i saw more um and i struggle with that one especially with the dream tree because i always feels you know and it is so real but I think of so many different trees and now the dream tree for me has like been able to get a little more specific. So I'm able to kind of connect a little more. And then also um, like speaking of that, but also with the crying bit, um, like I always see 
most of y'all most of you all uh pretty clearly and i usually see um and sometimes other um loved ones um both uh with us uh like in their human bodies or that have passed on in that way and normally i do see um do be there at the dream tree and like i often do but right now i have not just the stone that like it makes me think of him but it's the one i have that was from his collection that i bought as part of the fundraiser as a memorial thing and it's a really good like hand stone worry stone with how it just fits in my hand and i was holding it and that time the moment i saw him and like he like put my his hand on my shoulder or something and it uh the crystal started buzzing like physically that i could feel in this body like not even at the dream tree i felt it in my hand even though i didn't really feel the rest of my body i felt it buzzing at that point and then i just started crying but it was like good crying but um i still did and that was just uh that was beautiful and uh it was also really cool too right before we we did this whole thing like literally my i was in the woods and my my mother was like your phone's telling you to get ready and i'm like oh no it's quarter of i got to go cuz i was looking for a wand stick in the woods and going out to hug the trees and was even like 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 besides feeling them deeply feeling their the, the the energy in my heart i was even giving some of them like a little kiss like love you tree love you tree like some of the ones i don't know i connect with more and then i mean i knew we were doing going to probably you know visit the dream tree with the dream class uh broadcast as we usually do with these but um that just made it extra special and i didn't really do that on purpose that's just how like timing ended up today and i found out that was uh really awesome and i think that's it for now awesome thank you thank you so much felicia for for sharing that's beautiful to hear wonderful um yeah like i said we're just gonna get close to wrapping it up lacy how was how was that meditation for you anything you yeah. <clears throat> want to share go for it yeah um yeah it was really beautiful it's interesting to see that other people said they hugged rachel because so did i so that's funny <laughs> oh cute um yeah it was really like anytime that i do this meditation um i definitely see some avatar stuff for sure um you know fire bender um but yeah definitely water bending like i don't know why every time i go there there's like water situation going on and like people are playing in it and someone like handed me um flowers like a bouquet of flowers like the daisies and that's when i sat down with like the flowers in my hand at the tree and just like felt deeply connected and just breathing it just felt really beautiful and like like i've been there before like a memory Yeah, that's that. That's that is very like the the idea that it's a memory. I think yeah. is actually such a powerful idea because mm-hmm. I, that's again kind of like what what I've always like thought of it as, where it's it's not just this thing we're making up. It's this thing that we're returning to. Yeah. You know, it's it's an archetype. It's 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 like literally like the life tree. You know, <laughs> y- Yggdrasil or whatever you were thinking of. You know, every every sort of culture. Yeah, every sort of culture. Yeah, Methuselah. Yeah, where these like ancient trees, right? Um, who themselves are also like guardians. So yeah, there could be many different types of trees. 
um, but here we are again kind of like anchoring in with the symbol uh, of the tree so it's a very holographic and very powerful thing so um, yeah, again, I, I, I just really, really appreciate everybody just taking time to be able to do this meditation because literally in the process of doing that, it literally crystallizes it uh, a little bit more. And, and please feel free to report back and let us know when you do have a dream where you arrive to it. Or like I said, even just take a moment to just kind of meditate on that during the day. Or even just literally, if you're just like doing a regular routine, just kind of think in your heart and be like, oh, like, I wonder how things are going at the dream tree. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll just kind of like like literally in a parallel dimension there's like always like a nice little festival going on there type thing so yeah really really beautiful stuff and and really exciting to to just know that the seeds we're planting are, are really growing some beautiful things so i really appreciate everybody uh taking part in this adding their attention and, and being a part of the bigger story so um yeah with that said we're, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up I'll, I'll just go around one last time for closing gratitude um rachel just a final closing gratitude go ahead when you're ready Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, it was a pleasure to participate in this discussion and so lovely to be in this space with everyone this evening. Um, lovely to see all of your beautiful comments and um, everyone's communications with each other are just so beautiful. It's just such a beautiful space to be a part of. And um, I hugged everyone that even people that I, I didn't necessarily know or like just kind of this idea of like everyone was kind of just um what's the word for it like um almost like a like teleporting kind of where people were like um phasing in and out and like this is what happens when I go to the life tree and we're all in our circle and and we're doing the oh like who's next to you what's happening like the last few times it's been like everyone's just transporting across the circle like boop, 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 boop. like we're literally all standing next to each other all at the same time and it's just so powerful to be like I felt so connected and then to hear that um many of you were hugging me as well it's like no wonder that it felt so connecting in that moment to to have like more of like that mental like physical connection to say yes I intentionally was hugging you and yes I was hugging you too and so I just wanted to say like to everyone who might have hugged me I hugged you right back and I love you so much and um, I hope everyone has the most magical dreams tonight and all nights whether we remember them or not um, and um, may your guides and angels protect you from any negative forces I know there was a few comments going on about potential um, less desirable energies coming to you in your dreams. Um, I don't know if she's still here, but um, just wanted to send out some good vibes. Um, just remember to ask for protection from any guides you might resonate with or connect with, any spirit guides or anything like that. If you ever feel unsafe in your dream space, just know you are safe and you are loved and you are protected. And um, yes, sweet dreams. And maybe we'll meet up in the dream space. <laughs> Yeah, oh, we we will. We sure. will. So, I, your your cat is like giving the uh, the glowing eyes in the background there, right? Eh? Like, yeah, like as you're talking about like spirit guys, your cat's just like, Mish, like <laughs> super cute. <laughs> all right beautiful all right awesome uh hugs for everyone 100 percent hugs for everyone and and like i said this is 
this is the best birthday party ever. So every day is a birthday party when we make it. So all right, Felicia, closing gratitude. Uh, when you're ready, go right ahead. Ah, yes. Um, definitely a, a, a quick bit there with uh, hugging Rachel. I forgot to mention that I I cried too when I hugged you, Rachel, in at the Dream Tree and felt the same feeling in my heart as I feel like when either when I connect with like a tree in this reality or or like when you send your long distance like Reiki there's a couple times I've caught I've heard you say that you know you're sending some whether it be like to the group or like one or two times I was um like speaking of something and I saw like caught it in the chat and it felt exactly the same and just that heart connection just opened up emotions and I was just like crying out of sheer emotion that wasn't necessarily one thing or the next and I just I found that really beautiful and I'm really grateful for that and grateful for how clear um this dream tree bit was let alone this whole broadcast and it's something that I knew I needed right now with everything I'm seeking all my dreams I've been having, questions both recent and past, but it's one of those things that I didn't realize how much I needed it truly until it happened. And then it was like, I thought I needed it this much. And it's like, oh, oh, okay, I'm going to get this much. And apparently I needed it that much. <laughs> um, and that was amazing. And I'm just so grateful to everyone who shared and grateful to get even more information knowledge and understanding that I even thought was going to happen not that I ever think there's ever going to be any small amount of that in any of these but sometimes it even exceeds my like expectations for it to be you know so amazing and then it's just oh you can't think it can get more amazing well watch out <laughs> um and it does so um, that's that. I'm grateful for you all and us all being here. And I love all of you. Oh, oh, me and my cousin were yelling, we love you at cars that passed by today. And that just brought so much joy. And uh, that's what I will leave with. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Felicia. All right. Um, Lacey, did, did I already ask you any closing gratitude? Did I, did I do You're that muted, already? I Brendan. Lacey, closing gratitude for anybody here. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, sending all my love to you all. And I hope that you have a wonderful sleep tonight. Um, and you feel very well rested in the morning. Oh, sorry. You, you you guys in the Zoom couldn't hear us, but the broadcast could hear us. Lacey, just, just oh, say thanks again. Thank you, guys. I hope you have a wonderful sleep tonight. And um, it's really nice to share this space with you guys. Uh, I'll try to make an effort to come around more. <laughs> all right okay so with that said uh, we are going to conclude this broadcast thank you everyone again so much for joining in again if you've enjoyed this podcast be sure to connect further with the team through our team chat and you can just let us know that you were tuned in there uh again I, I i know that what we're doing here is really really valuable so if you're able to share this with more people please feel free to do that just by listening to this conversation is expanding consciousness so whatever you can do to help get this conversation out there as well as continuing to have these conversations with other people that you know uh or or just being able to to even like create content or again just focusing on your practices in whatever way you feel called 
thank you thank you for showing up again you know going back to this idea that we are the dream awakening to itself and as we continue to wake up within this space we're waking up within the dream space and both of them just can continue to wake us up on a very powerful uh collective level so with that said we're going to wrap this up again if you've enjoyed this broadcast be sure to check out the patreon to learn more about becoming a, le a leading member and join on air for future team podcasts that we do plus other exclusive perks and rewards within the community uh, you can check out our item shop to be able to support find the links for all the creators that you've seen on this podcast and be sure to connect with their them as there as well uh, you can find paradigm ship radio on itunes and also be sure to tune in again next thursday at 8 p.m eastern standard time for another one of our team podcasts so Thank you so much, everyone. The Dreamer Within Me season honors the Dreamer Within You. So for everybody here, wishing you a wonderful night. And for those of you in the Zoom call, let's finish it off with one more wolf howl, sending them some love. So for everybody here, we love you. Make some noise. Much love, everyone. Keep it shifty, and we will see you in the future. Peace and love. <laughs>